Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Last Change Podcast with Andrew and Ricky. Ricky, I understand you're in a great mood tonight. How you doing, pal? I'm always in a good mood. That's excellent. Uh, now, tonight, we have another edition of our Get to Know Your Fellow uh, Devils Fans series, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we have, first up, Matt Shockwave 311 on Twitter. How you doing, sir? What's going on? And we also have Casey Conlon. Did I say that right? Yes, a lot of people say Cologne, but no, it's uh, it's Conlon. Yes, you're you right. Ever get Conlon? <laughs> yeah, cool. and it's funny too. I have like the craziest Irish name, and I'm like 10 percent Irish, which makes no sense. But uh, little just tidbit. calling you a colon. Yeah, Ooh, well, that's not nice. That was my well, nickname in high school. So here we go. Wow, based on some of your takes, <laughs> it might not be that far off. Uh-huh, Jeez, uh-huh. we're getting going already. Now, um, you know, this is going to be another example of uh, Twitter making people hate each other and then you get around and you sit around and actually talk to people and realize that everybody's just a nice person. Um, everybody. Most people, except for I don't know about, I don't know about everybody. Well very you very know. special. Everybody people. everybody we're who are on this podcast at the moment I think are nice people, but there's some people on Twitter that can take a long fucking walk off a short pier. Speaking well, of uh, people say. on Twitter, can I throw out there before we begin that great that the four of us are here but it's not about us tonight because we need justice for garrett we need to know what happened to garrett (laughs) we need to know what raising canes he's in right now we need to know when he'll be back from that raising canes and with us on twitter (laughs) so you know what i uh i certainly hope that if there's anything that can unite this devil's fandom on twitter it is that we need justice for garrett and we need it yesterday speaking of his, his He's so bad his DMs are gone. His DMs are gone. Like, I can't even, like, look at our old DMs. He's, like, gone. He's permabanned, yeah. Yeah. I want to know what he did. I mean, it must have been pretty something. something Speaking of, speaking of, Casey, uh, didn't you tell me on Saturday, I think it was, that you were Twitter banned? Uh, Would you like (laughs) to explain (laughs) what happened to you? I was. uh, I I tweeted at one of my uh, really, really old friends uh, to suck my whole cock and balls. (laughs) And uh, it was like a whole day ban, which is amazing. I like screenshot. You said that to one of your friends? Yeah. Because <laughs> usually cool. you guys got Eric Cartman on tonight. Wow. <laughs> I don't think you. I didn't think you would get banned unless somebody reported. And you know that makes sense, dude. The last time I got banned, it was seven days. I don't know if you guys watch um, video game streamers. I was watching Doc and Doc Disrespect and um, Tim the Tatman, and. Um, Doc had tweeted something that they were going to play something for whatever. And, and I retweeted it. And all I said was like, um, oh, yeah, he said it was going to be lit. And I said lit as in you guys screaming at each other until one of you has a stroke. And I got banned for seven days for that. Wow. I just told somebody to play in traffic and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. so, That's save, a threat, though. So I get that. That's save a, us. Not really. I wasn't. I wasn't threatening to put him, push him into traffic. I just told yeah. him to go play in it. I feel like that's yeah, more well. of a suggestion than it is a threat. That's true. You're right. You're right. What if he's good at playing in traffic and he doesn't get hit, hit by cars? He's just dodging all the cars. I mean, honestly, I wish he would have gotten hit by a car in traffic, but that's <laughs> not what I said. Jeez. All right. Well, um, we're <laughs> coming to the end of preseason here. Um, Ricky and I are at the point in our lives where neither of, neither of us have any idea when the next game is and who they're playing and where it is. Um, I thought Boston. Am I right or am I wrong? No. I think we're, I think we're playing the Islanders uh, at uh, their home. 
Oh, I'm pretty sure tomorrow. Yes, I, I okay. think you are correct about that. The new mausoleum. Yeah, it's tomorrow. The new yeah, mausoleum. Th- <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think it was a Monday. I swear to God, the Devils were in Boston, and they were not Saturday. Um, Saturday, they're in Boston. I know Saturday. Finish. Yes, Saturday they are. Yeah. Yeah, All right, fun. so I think these are the last two preseason games. It's um, that weird gap where I think there's actual NHL games going on because they're doing that global open. series, and then we also have preseason games going on because, you know, NHL. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, let's... I think Nashville was just at Burn, pretty sure. Oh, nice. I see Burn. Uh, uh, you know what? Does anybody know, actually, if the games in the Czech Republic are going to happen? Because the last thing I heard is that the Czech government is not going to give any visas to Russian players. And I know the the Predators, at least, had said, if the Russians can't come, then we're not coming. And I don't know what's happened with that. I don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, I truthfully do not know. All right. I gonna also <clears throat> don't know. Her do have... going to get a call during the middle of the night, tell them that they're going, and then they're going to play? Is that what's going to happen? I think I feel like I've heard the script already. Her Brooks? Yeah. Isn't it the same thing that happened in 1980? Oh, yeah. The Russians weren't going to come over because of the, Olymp- the Summer Olympics, and then he got a call at night that they were coming? You know what that reminds me of? A great, great hockey movie, Mystery Alaska. Oh, classic. How they invited the Rangers and were building this rink, not knowing whether the Rangers were going to show up, and then they did. (laughs) Rangers are scumbags in real life, too, and movies. (laughs) Amazing. Well, obviously, dude. I was at the the game the other day, um, and just seeing that many Ranger fans, like, I go all summer saying all over Twitter, like, why do Devils fans have such a Rangers complex? And, you know, <laughs> why do we care about them so much? I go to one preseason game, see all the blue, and I'm like, those fucking assholes. Exactly, oh, man. Yeah. It's kind of hard not to hate them. It, yeah. It's really hard. Speaking Ooh, of asshole Rangers, it looks like Truba headshotted somebody again tonight. I know that's surprising everybody. You know what? I, so it's a day Zaka? that ends in Y is what you're saying? Did he headshot Zaka? <laughs> oh, no. Speaking of things that will unite Devil's Twitter. Indeed. Speaking I feel of- like that has united a lot of us in the last uh, couple months. So Yeah, every round true, was uh, was doing that shit. Um, also in the news, uh, I don't know if this actually happened or not, but this morning Kevin Weeks was saying that the Senators are trying to sign to bring it to a, an extension. Um, trying. Weeksy uh, has been wrong, Like I think, like 75% of the time. Yeah, yeah, maybe he should put a little more thought into like accuracy in his stories and a little and then, less thought in like which hair dryer he's going to stand in front of. Yeah, and I think he did the uh, that little circle that the yeah. <laughs> over his eye. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at that right now. And the other one was keep an eye on the Dallas Stars with no information. Yeah. He was the one that um, I think last year he said something like uh, keep an eye on the Devils and the Sharks, and we're all like, oh my god, it's we're like, getting Timo Meyer. Timo Meyer. <laughs> And then, it was, and then it was Merkley for Yarosh. <laughs> so sick. Thanks, Kev. Um, yeah, great. So let's do a quick uh, everybody's opinion. Will Nico Heischer be in the lineup on opening night? I say no. No. <laughs> no, he is. He will be. Uh, I'm going to agree with Andrew and Ricky. I have a funny feeling he will not be in the lineup just based on the precedent the Devils have set with misdiagnosing injuries. And he and he sure in particular, because you remember two seasons ago, uh, they were saying he was going to be ready for preseason, then he was going to be ready for opening night. And then we had to learn from like a Swiss newspaper that he broke his ankle or his leg or his foot or something. Someone fell on his femur. 
Yeah, he's going to be out for a while, and <laughs> yeah. the Devils are like, yeah, he should be ready for opening night. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just feel like he will be. I mean, he was talking. I went to open practice on Sunday, and he came out and he addressed the crowd and everything. He, he's walking in casual clothes. I don't know. He looked all right. We'll see. Is he wearing a boot? He was not wearing a boot. Yeah, so, that's good news, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's tough with Heisher too because. You can't say this is a guy who doesn't have some kind of injury history that maybe he tweaked something that was already hurt. Maybe the cramping mm-hmm. or whatever is a result of that. Uh, you know, how many times do you hear of, you know, a guy who's had a knee injury and then at any point in his career, it starts to act up again for the strangest of reasons, right? The guy cut weird and all of a sudden that knee from five years ago starts to act up just because it's not whole anymore. So yeah. it's kind of tough with Heischer just solely because you don't know what you're dealing with, right? If the team's not going to be fully transparent, which I get. There's always been that uh, you know, philosophy in hockey that you're going to stick to upper body injury, lower body injury. You don't want other teams targeting said injuries. So I get they're being vague, especially in that, the beginning does that really of the season. Happen? Does that really happen now, though? Oh, like Back 100%. in the day, like with back in the 90s, absolutely. Yeah, but look at the guys now, who are running teams now. Right, right, exactly. I don't know. Like Tom I, I just Carroll can't played see. in an era where that was actually a thing. A thing. So right. that's what but he I knows. can't see. Th- I can't see that happening now. I, you just don't. It's just not the same NHL anymore. I guess they do it just because, but I just don't see that happening now. I mean, you hope it doesn't happen, but there's there's a way that it can. Definitely. I think you're vastly underestimating the abilities of people like Tom Wilson and Brad Marchand. Well, yeah, you know, but the they're just scumbags in general. Higher. I don't think it's. I just think they can't help themselves when they see a chance to be a dirty fuck. They just take it. It's not like, oh, let's go after his knee. He's got a knee injury. Like, I just don't think that's the case. At least those guys can actually play hockey, though. You know, that's. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Mason Geertsen uh, is going to make guy. this. Fuck, <laughs> fuck him and his whole family. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. Wow. So, so Ricky got in a fight with I think uh, Mason's aunt uh, on on Twitter. The but, aunt or the um, grandma? Oh yeah, one know. of them. The grandma Both. is grandma. literally like no. I think I think it was somebody related to him. Just oh. like I like, like I didn't tweet at him. Like it's just leave me like leave me alone, you fucking weirdo. No, his family searches for his name. I mean, last year, um, it was like in April or some shit last season, and I I tweeted like. We're we're not we're thirty points out of the playoffs and have and are having our worst season in over thirty years. Who the hell cares if Mason Geertsen's in the lineup? Um, and his aunt like liked it and was like, "Yeah, the hate's ridiculous." <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we I can. Uh, we, we've established they are the Keith Kincaid family of the NHL. Yeah, he's like, be... You just don't you don't have any self awareness that he's fucking useless. Like he's played he has zero points in his NHL career. We're not talking about somebody who's like a fringe player. He's, well, he's going to be useless. on the team. He, I'm telling you, he's going to be on the team. I, I, he is going to be kept on the 23 man roster. And Ruff is going to say we need him around for the tougher games yeah. against tougher. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because he's so bad, he can't even play in the AHL, and they don't want him in fucking Utica. That's why. So he's just going to sit in the press box and play one or twice, once or twice a month. At least he's waiver proof. No one's going to pick him up. No kidding. Except for the Devils. Um, <laughs> The Devils even have, I know they obviously open in Philly and those games always get chippy, but other than that, and, you know, I don't have the schedule memorized off the top of my head. Do they even have like a a tough opponent coming up before Thanksgiving? Uh, I can tell you right now. 
I don't yeah, think so though. Bring up the schedule. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Philly. Have... Philly's not even those tough games anymore. They're they're not what they used to be. They're a terrible team, absolutely, but um, they're not just big guys and headhunters anymore. Um, sure. eh, they haven't been. I mean, Ristolainen's probably their their most physical player, but they're not loaded up and down the lineup nah, with guys can, like that. I think Konechny nah. mixes it up too. I he's think actually he's... a good player. Yeah, he's great. I yeah, wish we got him. Oh yeah, that that's a guy you love to hate, but wish you had. You know, yeah. the tougher games coming up for the Devils are no longer like just big physical teams, like that that like to hit. It's more like games against the Capitals or that we just always mm-hmm. lose, or the Blues. You know, bigger teams that actually play hockey, but they well, like wear you, wear you down. Well, we might be okay against the Blues. That the guy that scores against us all the time. Uh... Is not the blue team anymore. Oh, jackets. you're thinking of the Blue Jackets of Bjorkstrand. Yeah, Bjorkstrand. Yeah. Oh, that I was going to bring He's that gone, up later so. on. Actually, yeah. So now He's we're going to be. So we're good. Yeah. Now we're going to be yeah, Seattle's bitch until he retires. No. <laughs> yeah, for That's two okay. games. I don't mind being Seattle's bitch t- twice a year. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, so we have the Capitals on the 24th in October with yeah, Tom Wilson, but and then the Avs on the 28th. But other than that, in October. So here's my question about that, though. You know, that doesn't even warrant a Mason Geertsen appearance because Tom no. Wilson's 25 goals, he's actually going to play hockey and score. And right. he's usually on a line with Ovechkin. So mm-hmm. you want to match up Mason Geertsen with Ovechkin's line? Like somebody, somebody, maybe it was Christy. Somebody tweeted today that he was skating with the extra players that are going to be sent down. But Wilson? Wilson? No, 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 no. Uh, Geertsen. Geertsen. Oh, but, oh, yes, yes, I did see that as well. He yes. was, but he wasn't put on waivers with the rest of them. So yeah, but well, they I don't still think have they didn't put anybody on waivers. So yeah, they didn't put them in waivers today. Yeah. I don't think well, there's still oh, okay. plenty. There's still a lot of cuts to wade through. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think this team's pretty set to be honest, and I'll, I want to get everybody's opinions. But um, I'm getting well, I'm getting very nervous about the amount of of these advanced stats nerds and all these people that have have the Devils doing so well. That's yeah, just, just setting us up for failure. I just saw the money puck tweet. That has yeah, where 63%, 63% come on to make the playoffs. I'll be honest what? with you, dude. Um, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna get way ahead just, of myself here. I'll share but, the video, I'll share it for you guys. So you can yeah, so um, the goalies have looked fantastic in this preseason, and if they Absolutely. can stay healthy, mm-hmm. like and think about it. And Tatar is a guy that we kind of wrote off in all these podcasts saying that they have to get rid of Tatar and Janssen, they still have to get rid of Janssen, but um, <laughs> Tatar's look great. And we legit have eight or nine guys in the in the twelve forward spots that should score at least twenty goals. Agreed, hundred um, yeah. percent. Yeah. So, like, if if our goalies play and we have an offense like that, why can't we make the playoffs? And our defense is pretty damn good. Well, yep. you know, I, everybody's. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You're fine. Well, you know, everyone has has really run with the whole. You know, if the Devils had league average goaltending, they would have been in the playoff race last year, right? And you know, the Devils had such a high, uh, you know, goal deficit, uh, you know, in terms of goal score to goals given up that that may or may not be true. We just don't know. Uh, you know, we obviously were running AHL backups out there. We don't know what Nico Dawes is. We certainly don't know what uh, Akira Schmid is. So well, it's really hard to them, say what goal tending. Neither of them gave up a goal in the preseason. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> 11 and five shots. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, got got showing up big time. But listen, I I think uh, what you're going to see here is that, you know, you have a motivated Blackwood this year. You've got a guy who has probably heard a lot of voices over the last year about, 
you know, whether it was starting the year with the whole vaccine thing, whether it was the injuries, whether it was, is he just mentally sharp? What's his problem? Can he come back and be a contributor? I'm sure if you're somebody that, you know, regardless of what size market you're playing in, if you hear that and you're somebody who is a true NHL gamer, you're going to want to go out and prove people wrong. And where Blackwood is in a position to really succeed with that is the fact that they brought somebody in who can actually steal his job, right? Vanichetch is a guy who's probably motivated as well because he's never been a full-time starter either. So you've got a guy like Blackwood who's going to be playing all out, trying to maintain the starting job here, prove haters wrong. And then you've got Vanichetch coming in who's going to say, hey, wait a minute, I should be the starter. So it's not a situation where you have a guy like Jonathan Bernier who's really not a threat to steal a job. He's just here to kind of guide kids along. Now you've got two guys that can push each other, and I think that alone really puts both of these guys in a position to succeed. Agreed. Not to mention Blackwood's playing for a contract as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah the, thing I really, the thing I really focused on Blackwood, and I'm sure you guys saw it also, was his side-to-side movement in the game against the Rangers. was, awesome. was way better than it's been in so years. So much better. Like, since he came into the league, yeah. It was that's like in- night and day. It's encouraging for a guy who had leg injuries, right? You know, right. that's always a, an issue with the goalie is what's his lateral movement going to be like once he has some kind of injury like that, whether it's the knees, the hips, the hamstring, can he move the way he needs to? And Blackwood so far has looked really good. And to the point that he's playing for a contract, uh, I mean, look at what Aaron Judge is doing in a contract here, right? Not going to oh say God. that Blackwood's going to go out and win the Vezina, but, you know, that too is, is a motivating factor for guys. Yeah, I was at the the game, you know, like I said, last week against the Rangers, and I sat behind uh, Blackwood when he got peppered in the first period. And, like, even though the shots were, yeah, the shots were 17 to 1 to 2 at a certain point. But, (laughs) like, I was, well, yeah, (laughs) I I was (laughs) very bad. But I wasn't nervous. I wasn't nervous that he was going to give up a bunch of goals. Like, he just looked that, like, confident and good. Yep. in the net so exactly. the talent's there right. people forget he was a goalie for team canada in the world juniors like he's talented yep they're they're saying that he might get to that point as well like if there's like an olympic canada team again like he's gonna be that guy if he plays well so well i I'm think really i sure. think with both both of the guys we have this year and the way they're playing so far if they can even keep up partially playing the way they're playing we're not, it's not going to be like, you know, we've talked about it a bunch. All of us have where, you know, they let in one bad goal and it turned into three, four, five, six goals. I just don't think this, I think the team is better. And I just don't think that's going to be an issue this year. Well, especially uh, the know, defense. Especially has the defense is so much better. I mean, just like a couple of moves, like it's so much better. That you know, Marino one... move is going to be just <laughs> unbelievable. How, so, how uh... much that one move has transformed the defense. The well, fact the, that that he's the third pair D-man too is just absurd. It, it's my, death. Uh, <laughs> it's absolute death. My uh, my dad's actually a Penguins fan, and I told him about the trade before it even happened. Well, after it happened, because he didn't know about it, and he was like, "Dude, what? <laughs> they traded Marino." <laughs> he was so upset. It was it was so bad. Yeah, and, and Andrew's you know, been Andrew's been bitching for years about he hates having left-handed guys on the right side right side and. He likes balanced left wings, left-handed players playing left wing, right-handed players playing right wing, same on yep. defense. And now that we have three right-handed defensemen, it's, it's and with Nemitz down the line and, and Hughes coming in too, 
and Ohatuk and all these guys. Balls look really good. They have a lot of decisions they can make, and I think I, I really think if they want to do it, they can make a move and shore up the offense. I just don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna do it. Well, well I was saying, uh, you know, what I was saying on a previous show, like, you know, if Nemitz came in and blew the doors off the place and earned a roster spot that makes Severson expendable now, as opposed to at the deadline at the end of the year, which he's going to be anyway. But, you know, now's not the time to make a move. And we talked a bit about JT Miller um, as a guy that we'd like on the devils, but like you can't wait until training camp and trade a Severson to Vancouver and say, let me get your hundred point player without I'm, the time. I'm, to even replace thinking, him. I'm even thinking graves. I mean, I really like him, but if Ball can play the way he's been playing in the preseason, he can give you exactly what Gray... And, you know, Gray started out great. I'm not going to point fingers at him, but really nobody was great at the end of the year. So it's not exactly like he finished out the season playing great. And he's on a contract year, too. I, I think, you know, the I, I don't mean right now, but I, I think later on in the season, if you see how Ball or took, if they can develop and play well... I think that's a move you can make also and maybe keep Severson. You know, I'm not his biggest fan, obviously, but I think that's a move you can make too because I think Graves is a, is a commodity that people would want also. And listen, yeah. I, I think with Graves, you're not losing anything if you move him because one of the things that I've really been on the devils for over the past decade is that they've become, and I'm not trying to be a hater here, but it's just reality, they've become a very soft team. And they've been oh, yeah. a soft team getting pushed around. They let guys penetrate into the net way too close, way too easily. And seeing Graves doing what he did last year, actually using his weight to push guys around, phenomenal. But what's nice about the Devils and having all of this depth, both on the right side and the left side, is that if you decide to trade Graves because he might be gone anyway, you still have Ball, who plays a physical game, and the guy whose name I will butcher here, Okatyuk, Okudiuk, however you say it. <laughs> That's a oh, I should never it's, say that name. It's, it's a Hoytuk. I appreciate that, and I will butcher it again. <laughs> Hello, Fred. I will butcher that again uh, no. very shortly. Oh, my but God. <laughs> he, uh, he plays a physical game, too, and he can put guys on their ass. So if you decide that you're going to move Graves, you're not losing that physicality, just like on the right side, you have Nemich waiting in the wings, and even though he's kind of looked like shit this preseason, maybe not kind of, but has, you have Raleigh Walsh down there who is coming off a strong AHL season. So if you want to keep Nemich down in the minors for a year just to get some seasoning, not to rush the kid, you can trade Severson, try and get some depth on the wing, you move Marino up to the second pair, call up Walsh, you're still not losing very much. So the Devils are in a great spot with their defense, not only depth-wise, but they have guys that can play, and that's going to make think, a huge difference this year. I, I think Graves is the more likely target at this point just because of the game he plays. Severson, you're really relying on for offense because in his own zone, he's fucking useless. Um, I, I think the offensive defenseman is a little harder to come by than a stay-at-home defensive guy. And I think Brent, uh, Brendan Smith can be that guy if needed. I think Ball can play that game easily, and he can be physical. And I really do like, I've been telling Andrew all preseason, I really like, even when he came up last year, Ohatuk has looked really comfortable. I think and he's Ohatuk not afraid is, to He's not yeah. afraid to hit anybody anywhere at any time and fight anybody. We just don't have those guys. I think he's really made a, made a, a case for himself to make the team, honestly. No, yeah, and if he, it, 
Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say Hoytuk is definitely NHL ready. I think Ball is NHL ready too. So you got all three of those guys on the left side ready to go. The only um, thing so that Graves kind of is me kind off. of expendable in a, to to some degree. Is it just me, or does it kind of seem like Lindy Ruff has already made up his mind that Ball is his guy? I don't know if they're really it sounds giving, like it. It's, yeah, yeah, it I mean, sounds like it. He yeah. says is that you know, oh, we love his size, we love what he's done. He's changed his diet. He, Gets in the morning instead of the night now. Like, you know, he's just blowing so much smoke up this guy's ass. So I just hope that they're willing to give both guys an equal shot here. And it's not like their mind is made up already. Well, that's kind of funny to me because uh, I've been saying this preseason, I kind of thought that Ahoytu jumped over ball in the depth in the depth chart. I thought so too. Um, yeah. So to I, mean, I think he did for for some time, but I think ball's had a stronger preseason. I think he's showing a little bit more right now, defensively at least. Either way, I mean, this depth is something we haven't had in uh, absolutely twenty years. I mean, I think of think of when they were trotting out guys like Dakota Mermis not that long ago. Like we've hey, come hey, a long way. Don't <laughs> don't shame Dakota Mermis. No, no, no shame. Just a uh, <laughs> little little parody talk there, you know. No, of what about the Devil's legend Ken Clee? Ken Clee, oh Jesus God. Christ, well, that's a long time ago. Yeah. I still that remember was... that goal he scored um, in one of the games against the Rangers uh, in the two thousand six playoffs. Um, like that, that's what he was acquired for. Um, this episode is brought to you by fat guy party shirts, fat guy party shirts believes in being the loudest guy in the room without having to say a word. They design their gear to stand out with patterns that pop, whether you wear it to the beach, the bar or at the rock, they have something for you. They are a small operation, just three massive devils fans from Monmouth County who started the company about two years ago. They sent us some shirts and some swag. They're comfortable, well-made, and they look great. If you want to check them out, the website is fatguypartyshirts.com. Use the promo code LAST, that's L-A-S-T, for 15% off your first purchase. That's fatguypartyshirts.com. Live life loud and let's go devils. But, um... What the hell was (laughs) I talking about? Question question marks everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, um... It's going to be interesting, and the biggest question for me is probably the fourth line because, like it or not, and we've all talked about the uh, the McLeod situation. Um, if he's not convicted of anything, or uh, this investigation doesn't bring to light anything that he may have done, he's our fourth line center, like it or not. And I, it's um, true, but I hate it. He's, I just don't think he adds anything to the roster. He wins a lot of faceoffs. He is a he's very faceoff guy, and that he is. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, so is Hala, but so is yeah, Hala. I was going to say well, Hala, we didn't have that yeah. before. That's where Hala is definitely having Hala. Hala yeah. is the third line center. I mean, I've got. But I'm saying, if you need a faceoff win, you put Hala out there now. If you don't have McLeod, right? Well, yeah, that's, that's what I've been saying too. You got Hala. Sure. You don't. You don't need McLeod for that. And it's for not sure. like the Devils need the roster spot, right? Like a four C, you can kind of plug and play anyone. They're just going out to give the other three lines a breather and hopefully not give up a goal. Uh, but you can still plug guys in that are here already. Bokvist is probably a great shot. You know, even Thompson, if you're trying, well, he's not a, a center, but, you know, there's, there's certainly guys in the minors that uh, you can probably just plug in there, even some random free agent. So you don't need to have McLeod here if you're worried about mm-hmm. what he brings to the team or if he's just going to be a distraction. No, I'd be happy if the fourth line is um, Wood, Boquist, and Bastion slash uh, Zetterland this season. I'm, um, getting, I'm getting nervous about Zetterland. That he, I don't know that they have a spot for him, but I don't want to lose him. 
No, they they've got to get him up somehow. They have to. They have to because I think he he gets lost on waivers. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he does. I They're going to lose. Someone's going to take him immediately. I think you lose oh, Bastion absolutely. on waivers too, but I, it just goes down to who do you, who would you rather lose? So I, I'm not a Bastion hater, but I'd much rather lose him. Uh, I yeah. do like what Bra- Bastion can bring to a team. Again, talking about physical play, he is a guy who gets down close to the net, and uh, you know he's not afraid to be physical. Uh, but Zetterlin does that too, and Zetterlin has a lot more ability, and I'd much rather keep him around. And then, and I think he's a guy who can play big minutes too. I know Matt's going to hate this, but I think Wood coming back makes Bastion uh, expendable. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Miles Wood fan. I really am. Uh, um, I mean, he's been great. It's just like his skating is just so erratic. I don't know. It is, I, but I like, think, I think that, he, he can do what Bastion does. Well, that stupid Again, old mean, saying about being a bull in a china shop. I mean, we missed him last year. We missed having a guy who's a fucking rocket on his skates. Who's, can who's we? The team. <laughs> just the team. Just in the, not Matt. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, maybe you don't like the guy, but I mean, just Speak in this pre- yourself, sir. <laughs> just in this preseason watching him play, I think that's something that the team really missed last year is just having a guy that's going to keep the other team on their toes like and can score on one out of every 25 breakaways. But um, <laughs> I don't know. And he was even doing well in, in front of the net on the power play when they had him there two seasons ago. But I think uh, now no, that we... The one... Go ahead, sir. Oh, sorry. Uh, now that we sort of have goaltending sorted out, I, th- I think the other question mark from last season that uh, I have not really seen that much of an improvement this preseason is the power play still does not look great. Just to go back real quick, I, I, I can see a situation where Zetterlin plays left wing on the third line. I don't yep. like it. He played I, I, left. Have, I have him on third he's line played, too. He yeah. played left wing in Utica. But he's right-handed. Um, I understand that, but that means you can then put Wood on the left wing on the fourth line and still have balance. Is Tatar? Just put Tatar. Is, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, is he Tatar right hand or no? He's lefty. I, I'm not, listen. He's lefty? Yeah. Tatar can fuck right. himself. Let's be honest here. Oh my God. No way, he's dude. Had he's, good, had a, he's had yeah, a good great. camp. Okay. How many guys have we seen have good camps and then do no, absolutely dick all? Yeah. How good? Andres Johnson was our best player for about a week last year. Does that mean he's a fucking we good know. player? We know. <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> he fucking stinks. Yeah. Yeah, Janssen should get a job at Starbucks for all for all I care. He is um, awful. He's he's the worst. And <laughs> you know, I, I was so I watched Lindy Ruff's press conference um the other day and when he started talking about Janssen when he was asked about him, his first uh part of the answer made me very nervous. He said, you know, Andreas has been given every possible opportunity and chance. I'm like, fuck, he's really going to be on this team. But then Ruff actually admitted that he's having a rough camp. He's not playing well. Um, And he's got to take advantage of the opportunities. I I think he's on the outside. I think our third line is going to end up being Tatar, Halla, Mercer slash Holtz, whoever's not on the second line. And then the fourth line I mentioned before. And we're running out of spots for people, which is kind of good, actually. It's a good problem to have. It's been a long time since the Devils have had that problem. Yep. It's yeah, 25 it's awesome, years, man. probably. <laughs> 25 years. Like, Seriously, think wish. about it. Oh my God. Yeah. Think probably. about it because Lou used to plug every roster hole with, with like C tier free agent signings. And we never had this kind of system. I think Ricky and I always talk about when was the last player that the Devils actually developed into a, a star, Eliash and Zach Elias, Parise. Yeah. yeah. Parise, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Other, other than that, I mean, it's seriously 25 years till the, since the Devils have had this kind of system, if at all. 
Well, but, forward wise, I mean Scott Niedermeyer, you have to you have to put in there as well. Yeah, you, I mean you're sure, going one, so far back for that. That's the thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, if yeah. you look at the no, Devils, know. you know, overall, uh it's it's an easy thing to to hate on Lou and Conti or whoever else you wanna point the finger at, but the reality is over the last twenty years, the Devils really have not had a lot of success in the draft. And that goes for the early rounds where you've lost guys like Verana and uh, Tedenby and Josephson and whoever the hell else you want to throw out Matt there. Carente. Carente. Oh Matt Carente. Yeah, Even the Tyler Eckford. Like, yeah. Tyler Eckford. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's been so few guys that have actually made it out of, out of the draft. You know, when you think about guys who've gone on to have even serviceable, never mind good NHL careers, like Mark Fain is on that list. Like it's yeah, pretty well, bad. Also, it's also true. think about the guys. So when we did have Niedermeyer, Stevens, Danico, Rafalski, think about when those guys were winding down and Niedermeyer was about to go to the Ducks. Stevens was going to retire. Dano was getting old. Like, there was no one coming behind them. We had no system. And our losses were plugged by signing guys like Talinder and, and uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, Volchankov. And like we had zero defensemen coming. Like Lou drafted well, like once, you know, for the span of a couple of years. Um, we lucked into Stevens with that crazy tampering case. Um, Rafalski, if I remember correctly, was he was he... Undrafted. undrafted. Yeah, he was, was Madden. Yeah, Madden. That was Madden, yep. Yeah, so I mean, everybody, Lou had a good knack for identifying players like that. But as far as drafting goes, like Conti was touted as some sort of like drafting legend i'm just i'm not seeing it and like i said this is the best system we've had maybe ever all right so listen to this i'm gonna i I agree with everything everyone just said but now i'm sitting here looking at our previous drafts (laughs) 2017 2017 heischer boquist zetterlin walsh were Mm -hmm. the first second third round picks boom 2018 2018 sharon govich in the fifth round Mm-hmm. Ty Smith, That's the only guy you got out of We're going to ignore though. Ty Smith. Uh, 2019, Hughes, Ohatuk, Graham Clark, uh, Tice Thompson, Thompson. Vukojevic, Gritsuk there. Moynihan is going to be good. In the fifth round, Moynihan. Yeah, I mean, those are all decent players. So if you want to have a little 2020, fun 2020, Holtz, Mercer, Mukamadulin. Okay, I mean, it remains to be seen. Remember yeah. Arya Honan? Arya yeah. Honan. So I mean, yeah. What? In theory, that's a that's a jock jams name drop, like there. (laughs) He was a first rounder. He was Marty Marty Honan. He was he was Marty's successor when he was drafted. Not even kidding. Oh yeah, Mike Dunham by not mentioning him there too. Oh, so the only other guy out of that draft was Mike Commodore. Naming obscure Devils goalies is actually a lot of fun. You remember guys like Peter Sidorkowitz? Um, I do not remember that guy. I guess I'm old. John um, Francois Dempus? Yes, that was, yeah. that's one. <laughs> Sidorkowitz wore the, uh, the, the Jofa helmet. Yo, Chris Mason <laughs> got drafted by the Devils? I didn't sure even did. know that. 95, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah, we can shit on their drafting a lot, but They've hit on quite a few players recently. Well, that's right. why I always tell people that. That's why I always tell people that that bitch and complain about how the Devils haven't been good since 2012, and it's been 10 years. And I try to just tell people as as much as it sucks, you have to view the rebuild as starting the day Ray Shiro yep. left because. Exactly. 
Lou didn't know what he was doing, honestly, and unfortunately, Shiro came in, tried to put in a, on a Band-Aid on a bad situation, mm-hmm. and yeah, like, Fitz is doing a, a great job, and as far as the owners go, and I want to get into that, too, I want to know everybody's opinion about the owners, um, they're, they're well, cheap in some aspects, but well, like... Before we shift to that, can I just say, <laughs> just in terms of the, the drafting... If you want yep. to look at Lou's last year where he mm-hmm. was, you know, I guess you could say 15, Shiro was here already, but Lou's last year without any outside influence uh, influence on the draft, his picks were John Quenville, Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs, Connor Chatham, Ryan Rehill, Joey Dudek, and Brandon Baddock. Those guys combined for 45 NHL games that year. So it just goes to show how much they've overhauled. Well, Quenville's 42 of them, so. Yeah, 42. And before that was was Mateau. That's right. Mato, yeah. No, I mean, no, Santini, Santini oh. was the year before, no, before that. that. Yeah, Santini <laughs> was before that. We didn't have a first round Well, I mean, they got Miles Wood. Yeah, again, they got Miles Wood in 2013. 15, oh, we're going to pretend Kaka doesn't exist, but Blackwood was their second round pick, so at least, you know, they got mm-hmm. something out of that draft. I yep. love how yeah. Kaka translates to the podcast. It's not Kaka. just Twitter shit posting. It's fucking, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But, but no, bringing up, you know, the owners and everything, like, they've given Fitz the green light to spend when he wants to. Like, all reports had him putting a lot of money on the table for Johnny Gaudreau, who just did not want to come here, and that was obvious. Um, all reports had us going after Kachuk, which obviously you're not going after him unless you're prepared to put an extension on the table. They spent a dickload of money on, on Hamilton. Every player that's been up for an extension on this team has gotten one, and we have no cap space left. So, and Fitz has done a good job drafting, and we have a great system. So, like, for everyone that says we suck, we're never going to be good again, it's been 10 years, I try to tell you at least, like, we're on the upswing finally. Dude, I've been beating that drum for a while. <laughs> a yeah. while. Yeah. Casey, I actually would love for you to just elaborate on some of that stuff because I know there are those uh, people on Twitter who think that you are, uh, you know, somehow related to either Fitz or the owners. But, you know, to, <laughs> oh, for people. Oh, no, I am. Two guests out of the last three that have been accused <laughs> yeah. of being uh, related to the owner. Yeah, yeah, we might need a DNA test at this point. I'm, uh, I feel like that's the only way to settle it for sure. But yeah. you, know, you are for, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Maury? Maury's got to drop in here. Um, but for people who say that the, the devil's owners are, are cheap, you're right and you're wrong. And here's why you're wrong for everything that Andrew just said. When people have needed to be paid, they've been paid. You look at the devils and their cap situation right now, Hughes got a big extension. They just signed Palat for big money. They gave Heischer money. They gave Dougie Hamilton $9 million a year for, you know, however long. They're, they're spending money on players, and that's what right. you need owners to do. It's not like issue. a Major League Cleveland Indian situation. The issue right. here is now you have people that bitch that the owners are cheap. So they're not cheap. And then they bitch about the contracts. Oh, Palat got too much money. This one got too <laughs> yeah, much well. money. You can't yeah. fucking win with these people. Listen, at the I'm end of the day, so you're, tired you're, of the, it. you're the New Jersey Devils. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, this is a once-proud organization. Right now, you need to overpay guys to get here. No one's taking a discount to come play in New Jersey for you know, a couple of reasons. For one, it's in the shadow of New York City. For two, the team has been atrocious for a decade. Uh, people just aren't going to do you any favors to come here, and you need to pay players, which the owners have done. The flip side of that is the owners definitely have shown that they're cheap at the same time because look at the arena. You go in for not even just 
hockey games, but concerts too. And half of the concession stands are closed. In terms of being a season ticket holder, I would know because I was one for many years. They've taken away more and more perks, whether it's, you know, the, the tenure jerseys, they've cut back on big time. You know, a lot of the stuff that you got to go do as a season ticket holder, they've cut back on events. You know, Vanderbeek always had that barbecue to start the season. Gone. The roof was leaking. That took forever to be fixed. How long was that blown out panel on the Jumbotron a couple years ago? Like this team has definitely not seen improvements in the arena and the overall fan experience. So for people who say that the owners are cheap, well, yeah, if you're just looking to bitch about the team because you're miserable, you're kind of wrong there. If you want to analyze. Welcome to 75% of my Twitter timeline. Yeah, for real. (laughs) It's uh, it's ugly out there. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to say two things about that and then I'll throw it back to you guys. So as far as them being cheap, in the arena, I absolutely agree. So I've done between the two teams I support, the Devils and the New York Red Bulls. Um, I've been in because of banking connections and and my job and all this crap. I, I've been in the boxes in each venue and have seen what the VIP experience is. And the Red Bulls blow the Devils away like twenty to one in their hospitality, their food, like their amenities, just the cleanliness of the building, like. Um, so that's definitely true. And now the other thing, now, Casey, you were just saying about having to overpay players to come here. That might be true. However, look at the deal signed by Nico Heischer and and uh, Jack Hughes. So maybe they drafted them. They were already here. They weren't free agent signings. But like every single deal that gets signed right now makes Jack Hughes look criminally underpaid. And guys like that, and, and Heischer didn't mind signing like most of their prime away at a reasonable rate to a not good team. So they must, they must see the value in staying a devil and not need, just needing it as a cash grab because look at what Toronto had to pay Marner and Nylander and Matthews and even um, Tavares, who's a hometown guy. Like everybody talked about, he wanted to go home. None of these guys took a discount to play in Toronto and their look team. Parisi and Suter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So their team is fucked because of it. And we've got Jack Hughes at $8 million and the cap's about to go up $10 million in the next five years. So maybe that problem's gone too. I don't know. Yeah. And well, they also got drafted by the organization. So they kind of know what it's like to be around here. They know what it's like to live here. And they see something in the team that not everybody can because they're actually in the inner wings. So I feel like they just, they kind of know what's happening and they're like, oh, maybe we could, you know, work with this and we'll take this, that, and the other thing to be, uh, to be a team later on down, like a better team later on down and it'll work. So. But yeah, I uh, mean, I just use a guy like Mitch Marner as an example. I mean, Jack Hughes is not scoring 90 points yet, but like, what was it two, three years ago now? Marner took over $11 million. Like, yeah, very well knowing that how handcuffed his team was going to be to make any kind of roster moves because of what the, the four players and um, Morgan Riley were getting paid. Like, you know, I, I just, I see some value in a guy like Jack Hughes, who, who probably knows that he could have held out, signed a bridge deal, put up, I mean, the guy's an ultra confident guy, put up 90 points and then gotten 10, $11 million a year. But um, I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm well, pretty happy. I mean, just look at the Barzell I- contract. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the Stutzla contract. I'm not even. Oh I'm not even exaggerating when I'd say I would take Hughes ten out of ten times over Barzell any day of the week and twice. Oh, absolutely, Sunday. I don't 100%. think anyone would argue that. 100%. And you know, when one thing people don't talk about with Hughes is what a smart kid he is. Like he's 21 years old. He's already taken team friendly deals. 
you know, he's already somebody who, you know, you heard him talk about, uh, you know, he's, he's clearly not, he wants to get paid. Obviously he was just out there talking about the importance of Vancouver paying his brother, what he was worth. Yeah, I remember so that, clearly yeah. he's got a mind for finance, but at the end of the day, Hughes is somebody who knows that, you know, if he's going to win and you see the struggles that other teams go through, you kind of have to take a team friendly deal. Then you hear him talking about, you know, oh my, my EA sports rating for NHL 22 is too low. And, you know, I should be a point or two higher and I got to go out and prove people wrong. Like, you know, he's a guy who's, you know, he definitely knows what he's worth, but he's going to go out and just beat expectations. And I think that's, you know, that's really awesome about him is that he's, he's bought into being the best player he can for this team. Exactly. He's a gamer. He wants to be better. He always wants to be the best. Like that's just his mentality. It's how he's built. It's always how he's been built. It's kind of why I was frustrated about Jesper Bratt's situation because yeah. All, yeah. all of the yeah. rumors had him being offered, I think, seven and a quarter or seven whatever a year for long term. And I'm just like, you know, look at what Heesher and Hughes did. Take that deal. Like, you're set for life anyway. And I don't know. I just yeah. hope he doesn't put up a monster year and ask for like <laughs> nine million. Yeah. Right. And he was like a sixth round pick too, like playing out of that like tiny league, you know? It's like, dude, come on, just take the money well, and run. <laughs> Well, so he's had at least what we have season. going for us, right? But at least what we have going for us, even let's say he does put up magically a hundred points this year, the cap's going up. We got a lot of money coming off the books. You have Nemitz and Hughes aren't going to be getting deals for a while, so you're going to be able to eat some of that defensive money too. They can pay him if they want to, and they could probably pay somebody else to come in also. And I'm sure. telling you, my boy Igor is going to score 35, 40 goals and get some money as well. I can see that. Fucking I love that guy. Awesome. I can see it, man. <laughs> Money won't be an issue for Brad, though. The Devils have $36 million in cap space for next season. And, uh, you know, as Ricky just said, the cap will be going up significantly from all these new TV deals and fans back in the, in the seats. So money's not an issue. It's just, and you don't want to sound like uh, a Debbie Downer, but with what a pain in the ass he's been in both of his contract negotiations does he really want to be here? And I'm sure he likes what they're building, but it's just hard to say. He's a guy, when you look at Jack by comparison, who's taken team-friendly deals and says nothing but the right things, and then Brat kind of just disappears behind his agent, is he really going to buy in after the season if he has a monster year? I hope the answer is yes, but we'll have to see. I just feel like Brat should just change agents at this point. Yeah, right. If it, if this is happening, it's like, dude, come on, just yeah. But at the same time, else. I was saying all summer to Ricky, like, um, okay, maybe his agent's an asshole, but at a certain point, as a player, if you want to be here and if you want to not be a distraction for the team, at what point do you tell your agent like, just get it done? So it's it's on the player as well as the agent. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, at, at any point the player can take control of his situation and just tell the agent to take a hike if he's that unhappy with him. And that's not to say that Brat necessarily needs to do that, uh, but it's something that, you know, if you're worried that the next negotiation is going to be another PR disaster uh, for you and your team, maybe that's something you, you need to consider. Yeah. I wonder if his sure. agent's like a really nice guy, but he just sucks at doing business. You know, if not for nothing, but I think Brat is like the only guy that his agent has. So I think he's yeah, just trying his, to extort Brat for a big payday. That's his big gun. Yeah, yeah I, big I gun. think from all indications of he's an asshole. Like I well, think a lot of people, and I don't even mean just from negotiations. I, I think there's been quite a few people that have said he's just a douchebag. 
Yeah, I think they've described him as a tough negotiator, which I think is is nice speak for this guy's a prick. Um, right, yeah. <clears throat> you know? anything we know about Ricky, it's that he's very good at identifying douchebags, so we can take right. him it takes one, well, takes one to know one. Well, when, you one think, one. when you think every <laughs> single person's a douchebag, you're going to be right a lot of the yeah. time, you know? We do live in New Jersey. We're like 85% douchebags in this state, so fair. That's right. That's, that's fairly accurate, yeah. Um, before we switch this over to some goofy questions we have for you guys, um, do, do either of you have anything on your mind that you're looking for this season or, or anything that, that stuck out with you in training camp? You see? Um, well, or any, or anyone on devil's Twitter you want to take a shot at? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to take a shot at anybody. Cause that's just, I don't know, man. I've always been like a peaceful guy. And if someone tries to take a jab at me, it's like, ha ha ha. Okay. Whatever. So, I don't know, any of these trolls that try and, you know, poke fun at me or poke fun at Stillman or whatever, it's just not even, I just don't even care. It's like a reverse troll at this point that I'm doing. So, that's that. But, um, so I went to the, uh, the Buffalo Prospects Challenge. I don't know if I told either of you guys that or no. if you saw any of my posts on Twitter um, about it. But Yeah, um, we, saw, we saw you hugging Stillman, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I did take a picture of Stillman stretching and I posted <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my God. Nice job but photoshopping now, uh, out the fog on the glass in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, no, oh. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> now I, uh, I met Philip Brad and I uh, <laughs> shout out to, uh, to Brad Pack here. I uh, got a video with him saying Jasper Brad is the best player in the NHL. That was pretty cool, but uh, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, the prospects challenge was uh was awesome. City of Buffalo is actually great. Um, so if any of you haven't been up there, no, it's, not. No, it, it's, it's a cool city. It's really. I'll cool. be no, up there, no. and uh, I'm going up in March for the for the Devils game yeah. up there. It's a, let's put it like this: it's a cool place to visit. It's not a cool place to live in. Yeah, well, no, I wouldn't want to live there. No, but like, <laughs> it's if not you even a cool place a... to visit in like January. Fuck that. Oh, oh no, well the cold, yeah, of course, but um. No, it was crazy. Uh, Old seventeen so, feet of snow. You know. Yeah. <laughs> nah. So I was. Uh, so I was up there. Uh, I was actually watching the jet game uh, with my buddy Rob. Shout out, Rob. Uh, I was watching the hey, jet Rob. game. A... <laughs> Hi, Rob. Uh, Hi, Rob. <laughs> I was watching the jet game at a Bills bar, and I am a Jet fan, uh, uh, clearly. But uh, sorry. I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're a Falcon fan, so I don't want to hear it. But. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, we were, uh, we were up watching the jet game against Cleveland and there was actually Bills fans cheering for the Jets, which was bizarro world because they're in the same division. But um, everyone went absolutely bonkers when, when the Jets came back and beat Cleveland in the, uh, in the last two minutes of the game. And I was absolutely stunned. Absolutely stunned. So uh, that was cool. <laughs> wow. But um, yeah, no, it was, it was wild. But uh, in terms of like hockey related matter up there, um, it was a good time. I mean, all the guys, like all the head honchos were up there. Like Fitz was there. Madigan was there. Obviously, Manstein was there. They're, they're all just like sitting up there. No problem. Just like talking to people. It was a really good environment. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a good time. I mean, people Amanda were Stein's just one of my best friends. Around. Uh, I know, I know, I heard. Yes, lots of Fs in the chat. Yes, yeah, I heard that on the last cast. Is it true you guys have matching like bracelets? Who, me and Amanda? 
Yeah, like interlocking, like you have part of the heart and she has the other. No, like you know hands, what? Like handcuffs. Well, I bought one <laughs> for the both of us, but then she ghosted me, so I never got the chance to give it to her. Damn. Yep. That sound you hear in the background right now is uh, Andrew smashing a steel chair against the wall. <laughs> Stone cold style. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, in terms of preseason, though, I mean, they look good. Again, goaltending, we'll go back to that. That's really what I wanted to see out of these guys. Just solid goaltending. Like, I didn't really care about the offense too much as other people have just because the lines aren't set yet. But when you see Vanishek and Blackwood playing out of their minds like that, I mean, that's a sign of good things to come, I feel. Good. Um, let's go to Matt. I forget what my question was, but Matt, what do you got? Uh, I think you were asking something about if I had $20. You just got this for Getsies tonight. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, so you were asking something along the lines of thoughts on the preseason and what do we want to see this upcoming season. Sounds good um, to me. Yeah, I'll I'll echo what Casey said. Uh, I did not go to Buffalo, so I can't comment on what the team looks like in person. Although I can promise you, if I went to Buffalo and uh, Tom Fitzgerald was mingling amongst the crowd, I would absolutely confront him about what the hell he sees in Chase Stillman. Um, <laughs> other than that, I mean, you know, the, the team has absolutely looked good this preseason. Um, you know, I think one of the breaths of fresh air so to speak this upcoming season is going to be that uh you know there is a new coaching staff here right lindy rough aside but you have a lot of new voices and i think as you have all of these kids that are coming up into the nhl it's really good to have a new philosophy in there uh one of the things i think the the devils have have done really wrong over the last however many years is not truly cleaning house right so even after Hines was gone you still had Nazardine hanging around, and then even once Nazardine was gone, or once he was here, he was on Ruff's staff, and then Ruff really couldn't pick who he wanted. So there's just been really not a, a full philosophy change. But this year, I know Ruff is still here, but with all new voices otherwise, I think it's just going to be really good to get some new perspective in the locker room and really kind of you know see what other people see in these kids. Um, and I think that's evident this preseason that you see people – playing with some confidence so far, making some strides. Uh, I think there's a lot to be excited about. And, you know, with that, I think one thing the Devils have particularly failed at in the past however many years is really not putting their younger players in a chance to succeed. Even when Holtz came up last season, you know, he was playing on the line with Geertsen at one point, and, you know, McLeod, uh, you know, he was down in the bottom six and, you know, if you're going to have these kids like Zetterland and Holtz and whoever else make the lineup, um, you know, put them in a spot where they can go out and, and, and tear it up. Um, so I really hope these new coaches will see that this season. And I really hope that everybody will be put in the best spot to drive their game forward. Because with guys like Hughes and Heischer and Brant all taking steps forward, it's time to reward them with some younger talent that can play. And uh, I think that's exciting for, for everybody in the locker room. Yeah, well... I'll echo on that. Um, clearly, they, they see Holtz as a top-line winger uh, because they put him with Palat and Hughes. Right. So I don't know who exactly wanted to put him on third-line, fourth-line minutes last year, but it could have been Nazardine and Recky, for all we know. Because Probably that asshole Mark Recky. <laughs> I mean, when you, when you get a guy like Brunette, and even McGill has a good track record, both of those guys, I feel like they see players a little bit better than Nazardine and Recky did. So 
it just seems like they're trying a little bit of a different approach, which is definitely something that we needed as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, putting Holtz in a, in a situation where he can actually succeed is, is key to his development, no question. It's huge. And I think rewarding Hughes with guys that you know have a shot, Hughes and his playmaking and his ability to have a guy on his line like Holtz that can finish – you know, we all wanted the Devils to go out and get Kachuk or Debrinkit, and a lot of that was because of their goal-scoring ability, right? So now you've got a guy like Holtz who has put the time in this offseason to get a new skating coach and to try and improve his mobility, and that's going to be huge when you throw him out there with guys that can skate and play, and hopefully that clicks, and uh, hopefully it's not just him. Like I said, hopefully guys like, you know, Zetterlin too, they get put in a, in a situation where they can go out, get big minutes, play with guys who, who can play at this level, and hopefully they all just start to take off. Excellent. Seems like Excellent. they are. I think they will. I mean, it just, it just seems inevitable at this point. And I know, like, you know, devil's luck. Maybe they won't. Maybe they will. We don't know. But I think Holtz wants to try his best to do everything that he possibly can, and he's obviously putting in the work. Um, so, like, I don't know. The people that are saying, oh, Fitz is just relying on him to just be that goal scorer and be that go-to guy. It's like, well, Holtz is trying to do the same thing, you know? He's Those are trying. also the same people that were last year. Like, why are they bringing Holtz up just to put him on the third and fourth line? Yeah. Yeah, he can't make anybody happy, but um, yeah. he's no, looked I good mean, this the preseason. Holtz, the Holtz, he has the Holtz good, has yeah. looked really good this preseason. Yeah. And you, now the new thing is that Holtz isn't ready. Holtz sucks. The new 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 thing new whipping boy now that Pavel Kaka has gone is now Holtz is, is Holtz is going to be the whipping boy now. Holtz and is it's just boy, so yeah. fucking stupid. You have a kid who you drafted in the first round. You've been waiting to be put into the position he's in right now. And you're questioning if he's going to make the roster or not. He's been playing on the top line with Jack Hughes the entire preseason. Obviously he's making the team and obviously that's where they're starting him out. He may not finish there, but that's obviously where they're planning on playing in this season. I don't know if these people just just literally just bitch on Twitter and don't watch the games or what the deal is, but he's looked really good. Agreed. I said over and he, over again that people are just mostly concerned about being right on the internet and having yeah. just because he hasn't yeah. scored. Oh, yeah. Just because he hasn't scored thing. doesn't mean shit. Has Brad scored a goal yet this preseason? He has not actually. No. Okay, so does that mean he's going to be shit? No, it, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and Holtz no, was getting nothing. chance. Holtz was getting chance after chance after chance too, and he's you know he's hitting crossbars. He's like that close. He's. He's that net mouth, you know. And, and you want right to go on the things. flip side, just because Tatar has scored a couple of goals, I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet that Holtz has more goals than Tatar this season. Yeah, yeah, oh, but I'm I'm willing to not write Tatar off yet. I'm willing to give him that third no, line no. left wing spot. But if he goes 15 games and has one or zero and, goals, okay. then you got to get him out of there. Well, exactly. Well, what will I mean, happen? I mean, listen. He's... At the end of the day, Thomas Tatar has 400 NHL points. Uh, yep. That's that's impressive. No matter what your stat line says for an individual season, yeah, he didn't live up to expectations last year. But there are not a lot of people, when you think about the longevity of the National Hockey League, that have 400 career points. It's impressive. Right. Give yep. the guy the benefit of the doubt, and I'll say this about Holtz too. You know, if he doesn't come out and he's struggling in his first 10 games, he's 20 years old. It's his first real crack at the NHL. I think one thing that people, uh, I don't know if it's because of 
the rise of guys who come into the league, like Connor McDavid and Jack Eichel and Sidney Crosby, or if it's because of fantasy sports or video games or whatever it is. But people seem to have lost sight of the fact that not everybody comes into the league as an 18, 19, 20-year-old and is this instant superstar. If Holtz needs another year or two to start really finding his footing, that's okay. It wasn't all that long ago that guys could be, especially forwards, 21, 22, 23, and just starting to break into the NHL, never mind being regular contributors. So give Holtz time. Let him well, figure it out. If he doesn't light it up, it's not the panic button. Well, that's right. the, something that Crosby oh. and Ovechkin kind of ruined for everybody because I, I just remember um, when the Devils drafted Nico Heischer, a lot of the talk on Twitter around the, the message boards and everything were, oh, he's not a generational player. He's no Matthews. He's no McDavid. Like, who cares? Like, we're, we're drafting a guy who's now our captain who might win a Selkie trophy, score 60-plus points every year. Like, who gives a shit if he's not McDavid or Matthews? Like, we're still drafting a possible franchise player, you know? Like, guys don't need to show up in the first round after getting drafted and have 80 points and, you know, light the world on fire. The yes, kids. According to Devils fans, they do. Well, yeah, well right, look, at, look at Nathan McKinnon. It took him a couple years to get going, and now he's yep. elite. So Stamkos' first year was trash, too. Yeah. 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 Well, so. the other thing is, like, Nico came into the year or came into the NHL right away, too. He didn't get any development or anything. He just went right in as a rookie, played with Taylor Hall, and put up those numbers. And that was awesome. I, I thought that was a great sight. So, yeah, 51 points, I think. Yep. Something like or 50, that. Or 52, I think, with like sure. 20 goals, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to steer this over to uh, we got some goofy questions for you guys, sort of like a rapid fire format. Um, just to get you get to know you guys a little bit more. Um, so I know Ricky's going to ask the first couple. Uh, oh, boy. Take it away, my friend. <laughs> Should be bangers coming from Ricky. Bangers. Uh, what? It's nothing crazy. What's your yeah, favorite no. movie? Ooh. Well, I know uh, both of your guys' because yeah. it's Hot Fuzz and Willy Wonka. So I'll shout that out again. What a true listener we got. <laughs> yeah, here. Well, we have one fan. <laughs> I love it. I knew Dude, Wonka. I'll... I didn't know Fuzz. That's impressive, man. Yeah, yeah. Top Fuzz is my favorite movie. I fucking well, love uh, it so much. A funny thing about that is that top five movie for me is Shaun of the Dead. That's a good love one. It. Fantastic. So, um, so that's cool. But uh, <laughs> my, my absolute favorite movie is uh, it's actually a trippy flick animated called Waking Life. I don't know if you ever heard of it before. Never heard of it. You could have just by, made that up for all I know. <laughs> yeah. It's directed by Richard Linklater. Um, it's like wow. a really trippy. That's not a real person. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but no. Guys, it's, as uh, real as Chase Stillman's hockey ability. Hey-oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. But no. Yeah. It's like a trippy, like, psychedelic sort of thing that touches on a lot of like philosophy and um existentialism shit like that so you're saying drugs are required well yeah. <laughs> um i think if you watch them on drugs you'd trip the fuck out and be scared but um well we are this... definitely learning a lot about you sir <laughs> <laughs> just see uh the animation style is uh is a technique called rotoscoping um so they they shoot actual uh images and then they do uh digital paint over it so you could make it like super insane and it's a cool movie so i don't that know that does sound cool my favorite yeah, animations yeah. archer and spongebob and bob's burgers but <laughs> hey i like those too so uh matt favorite movie? family guy uh so people who are astute have probably picked up because i know i've talked to uh like jock jams and some other people a big lord of the rings fan uh 
always been there. Tolkien head. Love everything Middle Earth. Uh, I'm excited. I'm going to Comic Con on Friday and definitely hoping there's some good Lord of the Rings stuff there. But if I was going to pick one single movie to say is my favorite, I, I have to go with Gladiator. It's just such a good movie. Oh, yeah. The first movie I, I ever owned on DVD. That's such uh, a great movie. The first movie yeah. I ever owned on DVD and Blu ray. I loved it that much. I bought it twice. Maximus Decimus Meridius. Uh, the, if we're going that route, the first movie I ever owned on DVD was The Faculty with Josh Hartnett. Cool. Wow. I have no Josh, idea what that is. Is Josh Hartnett still alive? No, this was, what, the, 25, 20 years ago? I mean, now for being technical, <laughs> yeah, the know. first movie I ever bought on DVD was Gladiator. The first movie I ever owned on DVD was Dude, Where's My Car? Yes. <laughs> Where's your car, dude? That's yeah, awesome it came with, it came with the DVD classic. player. That's a classic. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> combo packs. Love a good Sean William Scott movie. Jesus hey, they're Christ. making another American Pie movie with him in it, so... Wait, oh, really? Oh, yep, I, I just saw that yesterday. Movie. Yep. No Even shit. Tara Reid. <laughs> oh, my God. Speak, speaking of Sean William Scott, how Yikes. about Goon, Goon and Goon 2? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Great yeah. movies. Yeah. Fantastic. Great movies. Good choices. Um, all right, Let's, so the next one should be fun. Uh, you're on a deserted island, and you can choose two Devil's Twitter members. Who are you choosing? And if either of you say Fred Peters, I'm kicking you out of this fucking chat right now. You're a good friend. <laughs> um, yeah, Casey, I, I feel like kind of want to hear your thoughts on this one. Well, I guess we should probably clarify. Are we... Take, are we truly stranded on the deserted island, like with people, yes. or are we yep. on the deserted island because we're burying bodies? Nope, you you choose people to go onto the deserted island with you. Okay, because I had very different answers there. And 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 how did we get to this deserted island? Yeah. Well, awesome. I mean, you find yourself on a deserted island. You're probably going to be rescued in about a month, but you don't know that. So who, you know, who who would you pass the time with? That you think you could tolerate and have fun with? Well, uh, I'll shout out Brat Pack first because uh, he uh, he got me on the last one. So I'll say Brat Pack is one for sure. Interesting. Matt's got to unblock him first. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, why do you have him blocked again? You can't block him in real life. We can't. Uh, we don't have to go into that. But uh. <laughs> uh, look, all I'm going to say in that regard, and uh, Casey, if you want a straight answer to that, I'd be happy to give it to you off this chat. But uh, let's just say uh, a line was crossed at one point. Uh, not okay. even. Not even to me. Was it a uh, blue line? Uh, yeah. Blue I don't want to. The line was the blue line thin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Wait, don't want to remember he was rude to here, but uh, oh yeah, yeah totally it, hoppy there, reference. There was okay. a, certainly there was certainly an offsides. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Was it a slashing penalty or a hooking penalty? Uh, I think let's it was, go ex- with, I think it was an excessive force penalty. Yeah, roughing unnecessary penalty. roughness. <laughs> unnecessary roughness. All right. All right. Uh, I hear Casey. You. Anyway, your second uh, <laughs> your second deserted island person. My second deserted island person. Well, Drew, I feel like I get along with you very well. Um, That's awesome. I, I mean, you know, I feel like we share a lot of different or a lot of same views, and I don't know. You'd be a good one. I feel. Um, yeah, until he starts telling you about some fucking random bird you never heard of, and he gets all excited about it every two seconds. Honestly, that would be awesome because <laughs> I, I do, I do enjoy birds. I'm a very big avid. Oh fan my god! Of- there's a yellow belly dick tickler over there. Did you see him? Hey man, I, I, I found. Is that a uh, real bird bird no. name? Because that'd be amazing. I don't know. No. It might as well be. It's not. I did find a really cool uh, bird today, though. Um, 
I forgot the name of it. A groundhog, because... you mean? Yeah, that guy. Well, his name was Jerry, and I had a conversation <laughs> no, with him. No, for a his name while. is Vito. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm actually just trying to look this up real quick. Um, there is no, no such thing as a yellow belly dick tickler. I did look it up. No, there's like a yellow. Did you actually look it up? Rested warbler. There's something like that. There's a lot of really <laughs> weird uh, names for birds, like bush tits. Um, no. Yeah, absolutely. No, bush tits. Totally that, that's that not there real. are bush tits. That's yes, there real. is. Yep. They are. Bush tits. Is it spelled weird? Or no, it's would... spelled bush tit. I want to <laughs> Google that, but I'm also really afraid of Googling that. Dude, the other one it's I an found, American. Uh, it's an American bush tit. If we're being, uh, I mean, I found in, in Westfield a couple weeks ago a bird actually named a tufted titmouse. Um, there's there's lots of stuff. No, the one I found today is called an American kestrel, and it's in the falcon family. And uh, oh yeah, pretty, I was pretty excited about that. Um, so Drew, where do you go to watch these birds exactly? So I've been Just going all over places. the place, but now Oak Ridge Park in Clark, um, where I grew up, I've been there like five times in the last week and a half. And every time I go there, there's completely different sets of, of birds. But I also go to um, Nomahegan Park in Cranford, Tamaquas Park in Westfield. But I've also been doing some crazier things, like uh, I'm hiking out in the Ken Lockwood Gorge out in Califon and Highbridge, um, part of the Columbia Trail. It's like six miles long. And it's so, like, middle of nowhere that you have no cell service on this trail. It's kind of scary. Oh, um, love that. Love when you have no cell service. Yeah, but I found a great blue so heron out there last week. Seriously. Dude, I didn't have my phone for two hours at the mall on Monday because it was getting repaired. And I, I was telling Ricky, I've never been so relaxed. And I decided that, not that this is ever going to happen. Like, if I was, like, some random important or famous person, I wouldn't have a phone. I think my family would have to call my wife. And, like, anybody else, I'd have, like, a publicist. I don't want to talk to anybody. And that's why I kind of feel bad for you, Casey, that you picked me to be on your island. Because I get sick of <laughs> I get sick of anyone and everyone at a well, moment's notice, like, in an hour. Well, the best thing about that is me too. <laughs> oh, there you um, go. It just... Yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll talk for you know a little bit, and then we'll be like, ah, fuck you, and then just leave, and then we'll just do our own thing, and then we'll come back, and it's like, hey, dude, what's up? So I feel like there that would kind of work out. You know what? I like that. Um, I think Matt, Matt you got to tell us here. <laughs> uh, do I kiss your guys' ass and say, uh, nope. Ricky and Andrew here, or whatever you is, want, is that how whatever this goes? you want. Nope. Well, how this goes. <laughs> Part of me wants to but... say, yeah. I mean, I I could you know I could uh, hang out with the two of you, but. Uh, I was thinking about this while while you guys were chatting about flying animals, and uh, I kind of feel like Vito and Jock Jams would be a really good time, the two of them with the camaraderie they have. Um, but I can also hear Vito probably dying inside as I say that. So I'm actually going to go with, for my two members, I'm going to say Saad, and I'm not pandering there because I have no idea if he listens to your podcast. And I don't know if he'll know this episode is up, but Garrett. I think Sod and Garrett would be two awesome people to, uh, you know, hang out with. You're not worried that you're going to wake up at like 2 a.m. and Sod's going to be staring oh, I'll be at you. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, no, I was going to do with his hand on your pants. He's going to be he's going to be eating snacks above your head. Like, yeah. time to listen, watch man. Me eat. Let's go. <laughs> Stay Who's beside. Up? Garrett knows his food, so he'll feed me, and uh, Sod oh, will man. take care of me in other ways. So, 3:47 a.m. Who's up? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking nobody, you know, I, see, dog. I see those tweets and I'm like, uh uh <laughs> Do we know what he's actually in med school for? Like is he going for proctology or like what's yeah, up? Apparently there? he is. Yeah, he's no, Dr. Wait, Butt. That, 
He's Dr. Butt. <laughs> that's not just a joke. That's real. He's the no, ass man. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. he, no, that's, <laughs> that's real. Boy. The ass yeah. man. Oh, my God. Speaking of, I'm actually doing a Seinfeld Lego set right now. I have to, dude. Is it Jerry's apartment? Because I might have that. It exact is. Set. It is. It's Jerry's apartment. I have that. I got that. Never Target. watched a single episode of Seinfeld. What? Shut up. What? Wait, yeah. really? I'm leaving. On. Not once. Yeah. All right. I'm out. Like, yeah. <laughs> podcast sucks. Nobody listen. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> listen. Get out of here. They won't. They won't anyway. Don't worry. George is going to upset. Yeah. All, um, all seventeen people listen to this just gasped in horror that you've never seen Seinfeld. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> now, Ricky, why haven't you actually watched it? Just never have. Just never interested me. It, do you think that it's not funny or? No, because I, I like Kirby Enthusiasm. So it's the same kind of comedy. I just never yeah. watched it. And it's one of those things where there's just so many fucking episodes. I just never okay. wanted to. Well, never watch... wanted to get into it. I have I have a. Um, yes, do this. Watch a single episode. No matter where it is on the seasons, except the first episode, the pilot is not very good. But um, just watch one episode and you'll get hooked. Trust me. The Kenny Rogers Chicken Roasters episode, please. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> or the, the George Costanza stanza hiding under his desk. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Steinbrenner. Oh, my God. Or, or any of the episodes. Were... Instantly all the of them. Literally all of them. The contest. End of contest. debate. Oh my god! Just, just, just legendary show, and it's one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite show, and so I would, right, I would suggest so move, moving along here. Since I'm never gonna watch it. I'll just, I'll, I'll just tell you, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. Oh my um, god! If you could choose between two superpowers, either being invisible or flying, which would you choose? Hundred percent flying. Yeah, I gotta go flying there. I would definitely use invisibility. Two non creeps. No we have two non. We have two non creeps with us. All right, great. You skipped a, you Twitter, skipped a question. We're not as bad as you think we yeah, are. Yeah, I know. I was just trying to move this along so we're not here for four hours again. I got you. I do like that question, though, that you skipped. You could skip one right. of mine. I don't care. If you could own any sport franchise in the world, who is it and why? Oh, man. The uh, Atlanta Falcons, so I could trade away everybody and continue to make you miserable. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need your help with that. They don't fucking need your help. Trust me. Uh, honestly, I'm a Cardinals fan in baseball. St. Louis is say what you will about the city itself, but uh, the Cardinals actually do have a, a pretty strong and uh, you know neat fan base. So I would probably want to own the Cardinals. Uh, also, because I care less about baseball than I do hockey, and I think I'd be able to be an owner without being as much of a fan that way. I like most people's answers are teams that they like. Uh, in this question, I, I just want to so own New York you. City football club so I can tank them and put them out of business. Um, I mean, although, so you I, know, since since you've answered that, it would be kind of really nice to like buy the Rangers and like move them to fucking Montana or something. Just you won't because if you buy the Rangers, right. you're going to be heralded as the next coming of Jesus Christ because you have unseated James Dolan, like maybe the most hated. Well, not if he moves them to Karachi, Pakistan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you thought you hated Dolan? Wait, you haven't seen nothing yet. Karachi. <laughs> the Karachi wow. Rangers. There you go. Perfect. Not Islamabad or. <laughs> yeah. no? Did we get an answer from Casey? Uh, no. So I would no. Uh, I would probably buy the Jets. The New York football jets, that is. And then you change them to the New Jersey football jets. And change Joe Flacco a lifetime contract. Yes, 100% Joe Flacco all day long. No, um, no, because Woody, I mean, Woody Johnson, he's, I don't know, he's just, he's, he's overstaying his welcome. He's a worm. 
Yeah. He's a fucking I mean, worm is what he is. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know. I feel like there needs to be some sort of younger life in that franchise. So I would go to the New York well, Jets. I mean, that depends. That. Are we talking about players or are we talking about banging old chicks like your quarterback? Well, that's another story <laughs> for another day. I hey, love I Zach Wilson. He, I don't think I Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson wants any, any young blood in the organization. I think he prefers older blood. So people well, like MILFs. What's wrong with that? I know. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Whatever he wants like, to do. Well, I mean, teammate's I'm, mother, you know, it's fine. Once, uh, MILF is a MILF. What are you going to do? I'm pretty sure it was his mom's friend. So uh, yeah, yeah, let's get was. that straight. It was his mom's friend. That's yeah. actually which pretty is, rad. Which is that's fucking pretty rad to be that honest. Crazy? That's, that's big game hunting right there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, do you think his mom knows too? I mean, Although I would never to, in a billion right? years want to bang any of my mom's friends. And she so. does now, does she not? <laughs> I mean, I would think so at this point, right? It's I mean, everybody has social media and you know, everybody has Twitter these days. So do we know her name? Is it like Cheryl or like Dolores or something? <laughs> I have no Such idea. Such old lady names. Where the hell did you pull those two from? Cheryl <laughs> and Dolores. Yeah. I was just thinking of names of of your mom's friends. You know, that's just what comes to mind. <laughs> throw Gretchen out there next. Jesus Christ. Gretchen, Gretchen. Esther. Yeah. Esther, Esther, yes. Yeah. Or oh someone, no matter what her name is, they call her Cookie. Ugh. That just or Bunny. Sounds, sounds gross. Me, Next question. Give, give, come <laughs> give your grandmother a kiss. Anyway, anyway, Smoke I would like to own fourteen packs a day. Come here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, plastic <laughs> on the. Ooh, give, me, give, me they, a, give me those <laughs> yellow bucks. Do you think they bang on a plastic covered couch? <laughs> Oh my god! Anyway, next question, Ricky. <laughs> oh my god! My I was like, I was trying to get you an answer. I was trying to get you an answer about Jeff's, the, the mom's friend's name. But no fine. Idea. Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? What? Okay, so this is amazing because you guys' answers with with Vito and Brad Pack were absolutely incredible and i was <laughs> dying like crying at laughing at all those things but uh <laughs> like you take like one of the ducks that was hor- yeah. or one of the one of the horses that were duck size and just start beating all them with it right oh with my it, god yeah. yeah absolutely amazing so yes it would be the hundred uh duck-sized horses for me yeah i feel like uh my odds are definitely better with the duck-sized horses, so I will also go with that. Uh, I wish I had the foresight to think of picking up one of them and using them as a, a blunt <laughs> weapon, but I, I'll probably be trampled to death before I come up with that solution. So, rip or you'd be like, um, yeah, you'd end up like that little girl in the beginning of the Lost World, where she found a cute little dinosaur, and they ended up just all ganging up. And oh my god. Know. Well, you didn't actually see her die, so no. But her parents, her parents seemed pretty upset. But no, she yes. didn't die because when they gave an update to Hammond, uh, that he said that she lived. So. Oh, really? See, I don't even remember that. Shit. Well, I'm old. Um, I gotta go rewatch that now. So Thank you're me. you're both in agreement on the hundred uh, hundred duck sized horses. horses. Yeah, yeah, I just right. don't want to fight something horse sized that can fly. I feel like that's gonna end very poorly. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, true, but not. you think of like how accomplished you'd feel just standing over the lifeless body of a horse-sized duck, you know? Or how accomplished that you would be. Duck, yeah, I was about to say, or how accomplished the horse-sized, horse-sized duck would be 
standing over me and my dead body. So there's that. Well, also, if it was like a Canadian goose, uh, Canadian, or oh, no, that's a geese. Things. That's a geese guy. Uh, um, I'll kill them all. Fuck them. Dude, those, those geese are vicious, man. Like, you get close to them, they will fuck you up. Well, I'll tell you what, if you, if you had to go back in time and, and think of a genocide that you thought was a good idea, uh, when I was in high school, the, uh, the football field at Arthur L. Johnson High School in Clark was taken over by thousands of geese all year long to the point where the town actually backed up a white box truck on the football field and lured all the geese into the truck and gassed them and killed them. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, yeah, that actually happened when I was in high school. Dude, so, that is absolutely actually at a loss for words for that. Yeah, was, wow. uh, I, I do feel compelled to ask though, what was the uh, the lunch menu next week? Oh my god! It, no, it was still those. Hey. It was still those uh, those rad high school pizza sticks. Uh, oh yeah! Oh my god! My high school had those like uh, the you know the cardboard box pizza. Oh my god! With like the tomato sauce that was ketchup and the cheese was rubber. Uh, well, now, well now, that, now that we're all hungry, the next question is, what is your electric chair meal? Ooh. Uh, that would be chicken tikka masala. Nice choice. It's a really yes. good choice. Wow. I was going to say some kind of pizza, and I feel like an idiot for not having something fancy now. So, wow. I don't think that's fancy. I think that's a basic Indian dish that's, like, not even real. So Fancy <laughs> name, not buy, fancy food. If you can uh, buy yeah, it yeah. at Trader Joe's in, like, a frozen section yeah. yeah in a pack where you can throw yeah. it in the microwave it's not really yeah. fancy yeah, i'd probably say probably, good, probably good penny vodka i'd go with do you I know what, is, there a, too, is there a yeah. place that you'd get it from uh there's a really really good i don't know where everybody's from but there's a really good italian deli in denville it's on main street called sergio's Sergio's, yeah. their chicken parm sandwich is fucking unbelievable places to die for so if you haven't been to sergio's and you're somewhere in north jersey uh, I'm not telling you creeps where I live, but I would happily meet you there for a nice meal. So I would oh, only yeah. suggest going to Deadville when it's not raining because that place floods. It does. Bring the kayak. Yep. No. Now, Matt, have Dude, you not, had chicken? Have you had really chicken parm with vodka sauce? I didn't chicken eat chicken parm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a fantastic choice, bro. Chicken parm with vodka sauce is the shit. Casey, just for that, I, I want to be friends with you now, just for that. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I knew this was going to be a horrible thing. Like, we get along on a lot of different things. <laughs> dude, well, you I, didn't I have had, to tell everybody. I, I was trying to get people morning. to tune in, you fuck. When you tweeted it this morning, there were legitimately people texting me. Like, I'm not going to name names, but be like, oh, boy. get that guy, drag him. Like, tell you, don't have, to name, you don't have to name like, names. No, you don't have to name names. I already fucking not. know who it was because they're that's all the what I mean. most like, miserable fucks uh, on the planet Earth. I, I don't I think know, our, I just... our podcast is going to disappoint some people because we keep bringing on people that everybody thinks is just going to be a fuck you match for an hour and a half. And it just turns out, you know what? Everybody gets along. Well, that's the thing. Like, we do all get along. And I feel like it's just internet talk and it's Twitter. You know, like, Twitter is. A crazy, crazy place, as we all know. Like everything cesspool. is on Twitter. Cesspool, yeah. yeah. It's a cesspool, cesspool. dude. Even, uh, even if like uh, every time I log on, the first like five posts, I'll just see people's opinions on politics and shit. And even yeah. if it's something I agree with, like I'll look it's at like, it and why? be like, "Why, dude? <laughs> like, who cares? Shut up." Yeah, um, exactly. 
exactly. so this morning uh, this morning i woke up to people complaining that velma's gay on scooby-doo and i was like ah, i'm gonna turn this off for a little bit fantastic <laughs> yeah i'm gonna, clo- I'm gonna I mean, close twitter is, for a little bit <laughs> she has to be gay there's no way she's not like I, if you didn't know that like yeah, back in 1985 like i don't know what to tell you but yeah. like to be mad about it is crazy Velma was like all of our introductions to gay people. I, I, like, come on! I tweeted, I tweeted it. I was like, man, if you think that's if you think that's a problem, wait till you find out that Scooby Doo's uh, fucking talking dogs aren't real either. You know, <laughs> like Jesus Christ! Right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, people, people do get like, worked up about dogs. Don't talk. We gotta we gotta protect the American family. It's like, oh my god, relax. I was like, I'm just. I literally just turned. I took my phone and I put it down. I'm like, I'm just gonna turn this off. Get off. Go. Nope. Get off. <laughs> Oh I'm not gonna no, lie, I, just, I do kind of want like a Donald Trump tweet about how like Velma from Scooby Doo is destroying America. I could go for that right now. Didn't he get banned know? off of Twitter though? Oh, I feel um, like yeah, yeah, he's he gone. did, but he's, he's not. Gone, yeah, he's not even he's not even really banned because like he releases these statements on his letterhead, and then like a hundred people just go post it on Twitter. So he essentially has Twitter anyway. Mm. Um, I did thoroughly enjoy the El Trumpo account after he got banned. This was really funny. Oh, yo! Have you ever seen Trump's just, ties? It was just—it was literally him, but they had like a like a sombrero on his head. It was El Trumpo, and it was just like everything he would tweet was really funny. <laughs> no, the other one, the Trump's ties one. He's just wearing—it's like Photoshop ties, and his ties just way too long for for his suit, <laughs> and it's just like everywhere, like flying everywhere. He's like stepping on it. Everybody around him stepping yeah. on his tie. It's. People Fantastic. generally have too much, way too much time on their hands. The only thing oh, I really, invo- uh, the really enjoyed was when somebody, um, like photoshopped or superimposed an accordion in his hands when he oh, talks. <laughs> that was <laughs> one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. Yeah, I cry, Dude, I cry every I time. May I may or may that. not have leaked urine from that video. That was so funny. <laughs> oh my god, amazing! Because he's trying to talk. Hands. He's trying to talk, and it's just like burr, burr. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even hear him. Oh man. Uh, all right, uh, Ricky, you've got one one more question for everybody before Matt, we wrap this up. Matt, going back to food real quick, if you haven't gotten the chicken parm sandwich at Sergio's, you have to get it because they make the chicken parm like they bread the cutlets, yeah. and then they make garlic bread and put it on the garlic bread. It's it's unreal. Oh yeah, I will. I've, I will definitely have that. Yeah, yeah, I've had it. All right, before. so so we like our the last take is our uh, last segment here. So, what's your hottest take about anything? About anything? Oh God! But I, I know. Right? That. Oh, that, well, I think mean, like that's one you got to like prepare us for. Good lord! Nope. Well, well, I've, I've, just, everyone yeah. has everyone has their own. Per- Andrew hates crosswalks. You know, it's Which you know everyone has their own him. thing that they personally hate. Thank you very much for Drew. I, Drew, I agree. Bruce Springsteen's the most overrated musician of all time. You know. Yes, I agree with that one too. I mean. Yeah, something that you might say to people and they're like, are you kidding? Or like, you know, something that you say to people that draws a reaction, you know, a hot take. What do you got? Uh, I mean, people in my personal life absolutely hate me for this, but I think Back to the Future is overrated. Okay. Hmm. It's a movie about a guy trying to bang his mom. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. People like legitimately get mad at me when I say, like, it's a top five movie of all time. How could you hate that movie? (laughs) What are you talking about? It really isn't. It's terrible. I mean, I kind of started to think it was a hot take because people get so mad when I say it. And this isn't even like me poking the bear on Twitter. This is like people I go sit down and have a burger with. It's nostalgia. People think all those movies are good, but they're really not. Yeah. I'm going to go with another movie take here and say that Tim Burton's really not all that great. Okay. He sucks. 
I'll yeah. never forgive him for what he did to Willy Wonka, so he can rot in hell. That's <laughs> that's kind of what I was getting at because I do like that movie a lot. It's not my favorite, like yours, but yeah, that was rot in hell. that was bizarre. like how do you like run out of budget? So and you can't bizarre. even make different Oompa Loompas. You have the same guy. It's crazy. That movie crazy. was so bad. I don't even know. He he did that, and then I'm like, I was like, wait. What just happened? Can, I watched that entire run, thing. I'm like, how did forever that happen? run in hell? He can forever run in hell for that. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. as far Tim as Burton, movies man. go, yeah, Tim Burton, not so good. I got to ask everybody to watch Hot Fuzz just because. Oh, I've it, seen it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people may not have like even thought about this movie or have access to it or like not on anybody's radar, but please watch it. I promise you'll love it. Um, just Googled it and Viserys from the new House of the Dragons in that. He's cool. one of the Andes, yeah. yeah. Andy, yeah. Andy, Andy, <laughs> in this movie? Oh, man, let's go. Yeah, it is such a good movie. Um, I think the other movie that I always tell people they have to see, which you guys I'm sure have seen, one of the most underrated comedies of all time, The Other Guys. Oh, oh amazing. That's, amazing. That's yeah, one like of the that best comedies ever. I, have, I, think I, told you this. I think I told you this, but I watched it the first time and thought it was dumb as shit. And then like maybe then you rewatched it, right? Six yeah. months ago, I watched it and I laughed so hard. I was like belly laughing through this whole movie. I'm like, how did I watch it and hate it? It's like the funniest movie ever. Now, Ricky, the amount- are, you a, are you a Will Ferrell fan? Because yeah, yeah, the amount yeah. of running jokes and like like private jokes and gags in that movie is just oh, like there's incredible. so many of them. There's so, so many of them. And I'm I'll give you like, a, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'll give you an actual say, hot take I have when, when Casey's done. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, like, I'm not a super, super Will Ferrell fan at all, but, um, like that was one of his best movies by far. 100%. Little river band, baby. That was it. Yep. <laughs> go for it, man. So, uh, kind of like how Andrew hates crosswalks. Mm-hmm. I think pants are the single worst invention of all time. Hate pants. Hey, pants. Should be shorts. Uh, why do I have to wear pants when I go into an office building to work and it's 95 degrees out? Pants might be the single worst thing ever invented. I mean, technically, you don't have to. You could choose to just not wear anything. You well, could choose. I mean, I also yeah. like being able to pay a mortgage, which, you know, is kind of, you know, pants seem to be a necessity for the means to do such a thing. <laughs> so you're not allowed to wear shorts at your job. Is that, is that what you're saying? I mean, it depends. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I you can always you could always start OnlyFans from home, and then you don't have to worry about wearing pants. There is that I could do uh, and pay your mortgage. Sure. There you go. <laughs> there is that yes. option. Yeah. Oh. Damn, I love I love pants. If I could dress uh, 365 days a year like I'm about to go pick pumpkins, I would vest, yeah. plaid shirt, vest, pants, vest, plaid shorts in the hoodie season is the best. I will say that. I I do like that a lot. Shorts and hoodie is definitely a good thing for me. Well, as well. if we're gonna do clothing hot takes, I hope. Neither of you ever go out of the house in sweatpants. No. Oh, never. No. All right, good. Just, 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 just to walk my dog. That's it. It the happens only a lot. It depends. Can I, can I go to the bagel place on a Sunday morning at like 8 a.m. And, ba- and get bagels and sweatpants? That's, that's acceptable. That. But I, I see. Acceptable, yeah. I see. And you know what? Ranger fans, this exists a lot in that fandom, showing up to games in a bootleg Rangers jersey and gray sweatpants and like untied boots. I just want to push you in front of a train. <laughs> I assume that you've seen more than one person dressed that oh, way. Oh, so <laughs> many of them. And then they have that facial hair like it's a fucking chin strap and they're wearing a Nikolai Zherdev jersey that came from China. <laughs> so, that's like half their fan base. Fucking Peter, Peter Pruka jersey. Yeah, think, Peter Pruka. I think, I think you're stereotyping all of them. <laughs> or it's a Matt Gilroy Gilrod. jersey, future Hall Jesus. of Famer. Ooh, yes. Matt Gilroy. That's a good name. 
The only Gilroy. place I think sweatpants are acceptable is the movie theater because you're sitting for two, three hours. Yeah, I hear you there. Nope, I'm not even going to let you do that. Oh, you're a jeans <laughs> in the movies guy? Oh, man, that's tough. I don't, I don't wear jeans either. I always wear khakis, um, and you will never see me in something that's not a button-down shirt. I don't even think people should go out of the house with T-shirts. Um, I, need, I need collars. I need sleeves. I what need are, you, nice... Jake? <laughs> are you Jake from State Farm? Bro? <laughs> you're a weird guy. Khakis. khakis. I, have a lot of, I, I have a lot of clothing rules. I know uh, you guys were looking for podcast sponsors, but clearly Planet Fitness and the No Judgment Zone will not be signing up. This is 100% a judgment zone. Yeah, Um, judgy bastard. (laughs) No, we got a a sponsor, uh, fatguypartyshirts.com. You will have heard an ad for that earlier in this show. They got some nice stuff. Go check them out. Got another sponsor coming on. Actually, uh, one of my best friends just launched an app called Wimwee. W-H-I-M-Wee. We uh, anyway, it's it's an app um, where you can discover restaurants, activities. But what's really cool about it is it learns what you like and like. Say you're going to a city that you've never been to before. Like this app can create an entire itinerary for things filled with food you like, activities you like, places that have the vibe that you like. It's really cool. He actually just launched it a couple days ago. I told him to write an ad read for me, but he didn't do it yet because he's kind of busy. But check that out. It's on the Apple Store probably google too but who the fuck has the android sounds like um, big brother for food yeah whatever but no the cool thing about it is to leave a review of a place you actually have to take a quick video that's under 15 seconds just to give people the like the idea of the vibe that's in the place um like so when you go somewhere you actually know what the atmosphere is going to be like that's actually um, kind of cool that's pretty cool yeah, yeah like uh, pants or no pants you know yeah, yeah pants, i mean pants yeah. yeah can i wear shorts that's the real question can i wear shorts yeah, uh, Andrew's, yeah. All, all Andrew's videos are going to be like, there were people wearing sweatpants here. Pass. <laughs> Pass. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I went to an Applebee's a couple of weeks ago just because I had no other choice. And there was a guy eating there with, with a sleeveless shirt on. Um, I, I just wanted to run over there and ask where their parents were and, and tell them how disappointed they would be. You went to restaurant Walmart. What did you think was going to happen? Dude. Yeah, you get a interesting cast of characters at Applebee's. Yeah, even people are better dressed at a fucking Cracker Barrel than they are at Applebee's. Uh, so I wouldn't, told, I wouldn't go over. I wouldn't go overboard here. Better I've dressed, been, but worse looking. I've been told that Cracker Barrel is actually amazing, but I have yet to go. So it's good. It's standard breakfast food, and it's they have other stuff too. But um, now the last Cracker Barrel I was at was next to Cabela's in Hamburg, Pennsylvania, and half that place. Those people had guns on them, and it was just a really weird vibe. And I bet, I bet if you counted all of them, you didn't have a single full set of teeth. Oh, I <laughs> thought on. you were. Yeah. I thought you were going to say uh, <laughs> make a comment about a lack of minorities, which was true there too. Oh, oh my God. that's probably also oh, Jesus. I just you left had there. To go there. I just wow. left there not understanding why you're bringing your wife and three kids out for fucking pancakes with with other white people that are bringing their kids out with pancakes. Why does everybody need guns? Uh, protection clearly against yeah. who? <laughs> yeah, those against crazy who? birds. It's one of the crazy birds looking for breakfast. Is one of the who. fucking stuffed bears from Cabela's going to run across the street and and start stealing your pancakes? Hey man, you never know when that mountain lion's going to appear out of nowhere. You got to be ready. It's true. Yeah, things alive, especially, just... especially at a Cracker Barrel. They could just come out of nowhere. You don't know. Well, the place is aptly named. Lots of crackers. Um, <laughs> so let's wrap this up. Uh, I'm tired. 
I gotta take a shower. I gotta be at the I'm six gonna, o'clock. I, I still have to eat dinner. It's ten fifteen. What are you gonna eat for dinner? I don't have no fucking idea. Sergio's chicken parm. Let's go. <laughs> oh They're boy. Closed. <laughs> are they? I closed? feel like they I feel like we barely talked about hockey. <laughs> no, we, we no, definitely like talked about hockey, hockey for a He's like, hour. I have so much more to say. <laughs> since my since my wife and daughter listen to all of our podcasts, I'll give a shout out to my daughter. She's competing Saturday in a jujitsu tournament, and nice. uh, I'm sure she'll do awesome. But uh, hell yeah, two Annabelle? things. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck, Annabelle. Hell yeah, uh, sure. Sergio's closes at five, which is kind of upsetting. Five. Uh, yeah, and it's one of these places that like they're one step short of like having the salamis hang from the ceilings. It's like one of those uh, like, old school, okay. like Italian delis, you know. And yeah, if we're shouting sense. out family members, I'd like to shout out my older sister Lauren because she's so far gone two hours without calling me. So um, <laughs> she's either respecting that I have something to do or she's dead. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> I told you what you have to do, Andrew. What? You need to. You need a woof when you go live on Twitch or when you start recording a podcast. You send out a woof to all your family members to not call you. I need right, a Ryan global. Howard. I need a global red light that's like, you know, when the red light goes on when somebody's on air at a radio station. <laughs> but no, my sister knows that I get annoyed very easily. She actually made me a, a metal plaque, like a, a, a nameplate for my desk that says, Andrew Timoni, please leave me alone. Instead of where you'd have like assistant to the regional manager, it says, please leave me alone. Wow. So kind of sounds like Johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> Chose to live in Columbus, Ohio. Give me a yeah. fucking break. Hey, man, maybe he likes Amish people. Yeah, I think oh, that's more. He's from PA. South Jersey, so maybe he feels at home near the Amish. You know, this that's, you know this pod, this podcast is never going to end now. So in 2015, <laughs> I went out with a bunch of people to Columbus overnight for a Red Bulls playoff game, and I'll just never remember. I mean, we drove through the night through Route 80 through Pennsylvania, which is fucking painful, and they but... lost two nothing. <laughs> They did. <laughs> not only did they lose two nothing, it was twelve degrees, and Columbus scored like twenty seconds into the game. So it wasn't like let's the game's fun for a little while, and then they lost. No, it was immediately like you're a dumb fuck for coming out here. Um, but as soon as the sun came up, the first thing I saw in Ohio was a horse and buggy. Um, yeah. So it was. A I nice do walk recall home. that. You know I what? I'm going to ask just now since Ohio sucks. I'm going to ask you guys one more question. That was on the list that I kind of left off because we were running a little bit long. So if you guys Wait. became president and the first thing you were tasked with to get the country some money back was to sell a state, what state would it be? All right. So I'm actually going to say uh, it's kind of a running joke, uh, maybe a joke that I have with people in my personal life that the first thing I would do if I became president would be to napalm the city of Philadelphia. I'm 100% selling Pennsylvania. Fuck off. Wow. Okay, That's a good answer. I went to college here. Pennsylvania sucks. Why would you burn all of my family on my dad's side? All right, we'll, get your, we'll get your family yeah, out. Give yeah. them a couple days to get out. Select yeah, people are allowed to leave. Yeah. Please yeah. get them out first. I would really appreciate that. <laughs> They'll be allowed through the perimeter. Don't worry. <laughs> Fantastic. Then, <laughs> then go for it. All right, that's cool. Um, I would have to go probably Florida. That's that's the uh, state that everybody hates. Nice, kick them all yeah. the down. Nice. You gotta, you gotta go with Florida. I mean, and I think why, their stock kind of dropped with Ian though. There's like half of Florida left. I'm surprised how many, mm, how little people true, hate yeah. California like I do. Well, this I mean, you just you hate electric I, car driving hippie liberals. <laughs> Yeah, I was, was going to say, what do you not like? Not the kind of people I like. I just yeah, hate those okay. people. I just don't like those type of people. Okay. 
I don't like ca- like I don't like California's those architecture. Those people, those. Yeah, those people you, like my wife. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> my wife, my wife has a friend that moved out there and got married and the kids and whatever, and they came back and stayed with us for a little bit. And I was like, I, I'm gonna like I can't deal with these type of people. Like I just I don't even really have like, and it's just a a vibe of those types of people. Like I just I don't I can't understand that lifestyle, how people think and how people live like that it just drives me insane everyone's so chill bro i don't like california because i watch a lot of real estate youtube and their their architecture out there drives me bonkers everybody wants to live in these 20 million dollar houses that are just like like concrete squares that are supposed to be ultra modern and and stuff but they're just devoid of any personality or like style or anything and that's pretty much california in a nutshell that's california now i'm just gonna give florida a break this week because they're all still, oh, yeah. They're all yeah. still swimming for their lives away from alligators right now. Um, and sharks. I'm gonna, and sharks in the streets of Fort Myers. I'm going to sell West Virginia because, ew. <laughs> so I have cousins that actually went to West Virginia University. So, so I'm not going to napalm them. <laughs> I am so glad you said that before I made an incest joke. Thank God. <laughs> I got to tell you, dude, I, oh, several man. years ago, my wife and I were driving home from Knoxville, Tennessee. And uh, because of all of the traffic that's usually in Virginia, we had to go on 81 instead of 95. And we went through West Virginia for a little bit and we stopped at a Sheets. Fuck sheets while I was better, but like, shit. <laughs> oh no, but like, get out of the car and walk inside. And my wife and I just look at each other like, holy shit, these people. Holy like, sheets. Yeah, holy, holy sheets. Holy sheets. You never want to think that you're actually better than someone. Just go to West Virginia. Like, that is, ew. we don't have to That's... think it. You will be better than those people. Yeah, we're two hours in. Nobody's listening to this shit. So I'll, yeah. I'll get away with it. I'll get away with anything. Um, all right. I swear to God, I'm in on the show now. Thank you guys so much for, for coming on. We're definitely going to have you back on during the season. We're hopefully. Wait, why, why don't Casey and I get shout outs? What the hell is that? No, I'm kidding. I know you want to end it. Yeah, I just I just thanked you for what do you want me to say? No, <laughs> you I mean, got Ricky like shouting out his shout daughter outs. over here. Maybe I want Ricky. to say hi to people. Oh, yeah. yeah geez, that, everybody's got to get <laughs> some. All right. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> just trying to go drag ahead, this out to make Ricky starve at this point. Yep. So, Casey, who's <laughs> making a difference in your life? I can afford to starve. It's okay. Myself. All right. Shout out to himself. Casey's like, I'm shouting out me. (laughs) Chase Stillman. No. Um, (laughs) No, my dad. My dad is a huge influence on my life. And uh, he is a Penguins fan, unfortunately, but he grew up in Pittsburgh. So, uh, yeah, shout out to my dad. Patty Mike. You the best. Excellent. Very nice. Matt? Shout out to my wife, Brittany. Uh, Tomorrow is actually, well, I don't know what day this will air, but if it's the sixth, that's our five year anniversary. So, uh, married anniversary. or dating? Uh, married. Five years no, married. How long have been dating for? Woman. Uh, woman. We were together over seven years. So, uh, well, seven. I've known her since 2015. So, early Poor 15. woman. Yeah, I know. That woman's a saint. Uh, she is. Uh, I don't know how she does it, but somehow she finds a way. Rick, Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. Ricky, your wife's a goddamn saint, and when she wants to go to the okay. fabric store, you take her to the fucking fabric store, nope, okay? Not doing it. Not All right. Doing it. <laughs> not going to happen. And there's, just to end this on a, on a note before Andrew hangs up on all of us, <laughs> for, every, for everybody listening here, uh, if anyone is still listening at the almost two-hour mark, uh, clearly, I just think it's important to note that, you know, the, the henchmen and uh, Kool-Aid Brigade all that stuff, uh, you know, it, it's supposed to be in good fun. And I think a lot of us go on Twitter just to blow off some steam when we're 
bored at work or bored at home or just have a few minutes to kill. And, uh, it, you know, shit posting is fun. Uh, you know, poking fun at our misery with hockey is fun. But uh, as you guys can, can hear tonight, uh, Casey and I certainly get along and I would be happy to have a beer with him sometime. So uh, as we go into the season and the Devils are inevitably, inevitably out of it by November <laughs> 2nd per usual, uh, uh, let's, not, let's not make Twitter more of a miserable place than it needs day. to be. Let's, let's November make sure 2nd we... is the day I go on vacation, yeah. so that's yeah. fine. <laughs> Oh, perfect. Yeah. So we'll be out of there for the, the meltdown. But the yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully we can all just have fun this hockey season. Hopefully we push for the playoffs and uh, fuck Chase Stillman. Well, oh, to add to God. that, come on, <laughs> to add to that. OK, the from the wise words of somebody that Matt still has blocked on Twitter from Brad Pack. Everybody just be nicer to everybody. How about that? I feel like Ricky's been uh, been saying that, too, a lot lately. I'm pretty sure I'm the one who said it. But yeah. we'll give him credit. <laughs> we'll give him credit. Did he really Pack, if you hear no. this and you want to talk, reach out to uh to How's me he gonna through, reach out to you? Uh through a mutual. <laughs> so there we go. You know. So a mediator? Uh, I got this. Yeah. A mediator. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have Ricky Brad be the mediator because he's uh he's just as miserable as everyone else. But Brad Pack, if you uh, hear this and you on, wanna carry the hatchet, just don't tweet him. That's cheating. Matt. Brad Pack, send, hear it on the podcast. Send right? Matt a message through whoever Fred Peters has to go through to get to me. Yeah, I, can, <laughs> can when uh, when Casey and I come back on, can we have Fred that night? I would love that, honestly. Yeah, I listen. Was, actually, you know what? Fred and I were supposed to meet. He lives in Maine, and my dad lives in Maine. We were supposed to meet at one point, and we just didn't get a chance to because he was traveling. So See I kind of want to. Yeah, amazing, right? It's crazy yeah. what happens. I'll have him on. I don't care. I'll talk to anybody. Yeah, exactly. And he'll have to uh, earn his unblock. <laughs> Just don't have the 233 crazies gun on. That's all I ask. Which guy is that? Because I know Ray. of the crazies. That oh, Ray, Ray Torella. Uh, I don't know any of those guys. None. I'm going to bullet points one through ten. No, no comment. Um, there. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, on that note, I feel like we should all go to a game together, and I think that yeah. would be really fun. That would be a good time. Yeah, First let's go. Like, eight. yeah, let's go when, um, when like they play the Coyotes on a Tuesday or something, where they're and then they lose. Yeah, say, where they're yeah. definitely going to lose, but the tickets are like six bucks. Let's do that. <laughs> I think I'm that's in. a Brat Pack game. If I'm not sure, if I'm uh, not oh, mistaken, can't go. sorry, I'm out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> can't no, I'm pretty go. sure it is. I'm, I'm going to fucking buy you a T-shirt. And send it to your house. Uh, I mean, it'll oh be great. Uh, you know what? I'm, I just said I'll bury the hatchet. I'm not going to make a joke. I'll, uh, I'll be, I'll take the high road. But let's all go he... to a game because that means Ricky's got to come out and hang out. And I've been having a real hard time getting him to do that. Oh, what's funny? What's funny is he says that is I go out all the time. I just don't go out with him. So maybe it's maybe it's a him oh, thing. But he doesn't. Wow. Take it I'm gonna I'm gonna have him. to start showing up to your daughter's jujitsu practice just to fucking see you. <laughs> just just sit in the <laughs> hey, back sat, twiddling your thumbs. Of, I'm sure there's birds you can watch in Pennsylvania on Saturday. Oh. Oh wow. PA. You know what? Saturday I am going into uh, I'm going to the Gaslight Anthem concert at um, at PNC. But uh, Sunday, I'll meet you anywhere in Pennsylvania. You pick. Just not Reading. I lived there for a couple of years, and I don't want to go back. Enjoy Pennsylvania uh, be, while you people can. I'll be home Sunday. Why? Is something happening? <laughs> no, because Matt's going to napalm it, remember? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to napalm the entire state. It's going to be crazy. Take, just please take out Reading. There's no reason for it. 
Hey guys, they you have, heard they have a first. good venue there. They have a good, one good venue there called Reverb. So I just want to I want to put this out here in case by some something happens and the state of uh, Pennsylvania is napalmed. FBI had nothing to do with this. Yeah. I don't the last change pod cannot be held liable for content. <laughs> Reading did have. <laughs> Reading did have three nice venues when I was there. I saw the early November at a place called the Silo, and then that got shut down because somebody oh, yes. got stabbed. And then I, oh, yes. I used to go to a club called 1402 for Silver Coin Drink Night, and then somebody got stabbed, and that place got shut down. And then I used to do my uh, my laundry at uh, Jack's on the corner of 5th and whatever, and then somebody got stabbed there, so that place got shut down. Um, Reading. That's, that's a lot of not writing down targets as we speak. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Ready. That's, we'll that's I'm so sorry that you had to do. All right, now that, that we're at now that we're at the six hour mark. <laughs> six hour mark. <laughs> Thanks for having us on, guys. Do yeah, any of you guys really great. actually want to learn about some birds before we go? Oh no, I actually, yeah. I, I, Drew, if you really want to, I'm I mean, gonna, I, like I said, I'm a big owl guy. So, oh, the <laughs> great horned owls one of one of my like bucket list. I need to see that thing. Hell yeah! No, I'm because not, my my house is on fire. Sorry. Yeah, kind of gotta go now. <laughs> Yeah. The turkey in the oven before this started. What, it's what happened? You fucking mixed a napalm wrong and then went, yeah. went south on you? Yeah. It's coffee Ooh, machine. crying. He's going to go check. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, everybody. Thanks, right, for guys. Bye. Later on. <laughs>